Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 199. Wait, 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 wait. 199. You mean to tell me tomorrow we've done 200 of these here podcast episodes? Holy hell, does time fly when you're having fun. Can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by today on this beautiful Tuesday of Bets, also known as so you don't have to check your calendar for the first time today. Ooh, first time, January the 11th, 1111, 2022, 1 plus 1 equals 2. Look at all the kawinky dinkies happening here this morning. Once again, thank you so much for happening, <laughs> happening, for stopping by. Before we get into today's loaded show, please, my friends, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew like the Wise Words podcast tomorrow on this here YouTube channel at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms, hit that like button, hit that follow button there so you never miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you're listening to the pod, make sure you you hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast podcast directory if you haven't already as we always release the audio of every show after each episode is complete next item up on the docket if you could be so kind you can find it in your heart to do so while you're watching today's show hey go ahead hit that like button too leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live maybe hit that share button too send it on over to your brothers sisters mothers fathers aunts uncles friends enemies neighbors people who live on the other side of the damn globe as you but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL pod and we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, make sure you head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will locate TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and all of our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us for episode number 199. I still can't believe I'm saying that. I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton. Captain Colt Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, get some insights, some analysis, a couple of laughs, a little bit of motivation, maybe get serious along the way, but uh, that serious little bit there. 
that's going to be few and far between. You know when you come here, it's good vibes inbound. It's mental vacation time. Time to unplug from the wild toxicity that our world can be sometime and get wild with the TTL crew. Without further ado, I've said TTL crew. I've said us. I've said we. I've said partner far too many times without acknowledging the presence of the man that is sitting to my left on every single episode of this here pod. You know him around these parts as the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend and folks around this time of the year you must not ever forget. The TTL crew's resident Southsider and Cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley. I was going to say Cheesehead Faithful. Sorry for the little mishap there. The Cheesehead Faithful himself, Mr. Riley. Our Mags Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing fantastic over here, despite that little uh, mishap as far as my cheese, uh, Cheesehead fandom over there. Cheesehead, uh, cheesehead Faithful, same shit, whatever. Hey, you know, same thing. But uh, I'm doing fantastic, my man. <laughs> it is a, uh, you know, a nice, uh, beautiful day, uh, at least inside of our apartments here in the Windy City. Ooh. I am feeling pretty damn good, my man. A hell of a game last night. I know it didn't uh, go the way your tide wanted it to go, but uh, at least... Uh, Exciting, entertaining game, at least as far as I saw it. But uh, how are you doing over there, my man? I'm doing great. As if you even have to ask, T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C, son, spectacular on this side of the screen, um, outside of my Crimson Tide, having an unceremonious finish to the season. I mean, I guess I can let the Bulldogs have one. You can't win every single one of them every time you show up to the doggone event. So, um, yeah, fourth quarter kind of got away from us. That's what happens um, sometimes in those games. It was back and forth for all three, and then the fourth quarter, Man, that blitz. Woo, that well, Bulldogs blitz just kept coming, 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 coming. And then uh, finally it just was too much for that for our offense um, right. come the fourth quarter. And we can get into it more at the second half, but not having uh, a John Mechie and then losing Jamison Williams and uh, whatever. I, I don't know what that was, first quarter, second quarter. I mean, they were, yeah. Saban was honestly like rotating receivers as the game went on, trying to find someone that could have, uh, you know, have a con- cohesive and coherent and consistent uh, connection with uh, Bryce Young, and it wasn't there. So nope. we'll get into that in the second half. <laughs> I am uh, sure of that, though. Most definitely. Uh, we'll talk about all of that. we got plenty of other nonsense. The NFL uh, news, uh, Black Monday, all of that coming out. Uh, Andrew Luck coming out of the uh, woodwork out of nowhere. we got to talk about that in the second no half kidding. of the show. There's plenty of uh, news, rumors, nonsense uh, that we'll talk about that nobody else is talking about in the way that we can talk about it. But uh, for the first half of the show, as per usual, uh, we'll have our Max Best Bets, My Best Bets. Uh, we got actually 11 picks coming here, guys, loaded. this way today. We got a loaded card from the both of us. Uh, two for Tuesday parlay. We'll recap all of that after uh, we get through all of uh, today's picks, our special play. Recap all of that nonsense, and then uh, we'll dive into the Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day, college basketball matchup in the sights. Uh, they're looking at the Delaware Fighting Blue Hens against the Drexel Dragons. Uh, we'll wait to uh, get to that segment to find out who's uh, favorite, who's the dog, what the total's at, what everything is going on. But shout out, as per usual, to the Moneyline Dice. Yes. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Already talked about the second half of the show. We'll get into that second half of the show after all of that. Previously mentioned jazz is complete. But before we do anything, us being a full transparency show, we never hide them from you. We never run from them. We're in this for the long term. So um, if you're rocking with us, you better be ready to rock and roll through thick and thin. Uh, Partner had one hell of a day yesterday. I owe you some apologies, but I'm going to have to sit on a soapbox. What am I talking about? Yesterday's best bets from the TTL crew. For what was a gorgeous Monday of bets for one of us, January the 10th, 2021. Two 
2022. Sorry, I'm still doing it. 2022. I know you guys are too. Don't judge me. All right, partner, I need to yield back for a second. Collect my thoughts before I just fly off the handle here. 2-0 day for you. Uh, our Oof. guy, my guy, Ja'Cory Brooks, coming out of nowhere at the back end of the game to get over From the 45 and a half to 47. He just got over it. And Georgia handling business in the fourth quarter. What's uh, What say you overall on your two best bets of the day? Yeah, I mean, it was sweaty, man. I, I oh, certainly am not yeah. sitting here sitting like a genius. I, it was sweaty. Ja'Cory Brooks, I mentioned, from the damn grave, down two scores after the interception, picks up 31. Uh, apologies if you took it on Fandle, didn't have the chance to catch it on DraftKings over at 45.5 or anywhere else that was 47.5. But, uh, yeah, had 15 yards going into the final minute of the game, and then they... I don't know why. I mean, he dominated the last drive in garbage time when it didn't matter. I don't know why they uh, just decided, hey, now's the time. We, uh, you know, are we have no other choice. We got to throw it to him, and then uh, you know, he kind of <laughs> dominates. So I don't really know why they didn't do that uh, throughout more of the game. He was out there to start the game, man, and then I, it looked like he got benched for a while. I thought he, I thought. Um, I didn't think he was going to come back at all because it looked like he got benched after the first quarter and a half or so of doing absolutely nothing. So mm. props to that guy for taking care of it. Almost had a uh, almost had the goofy like uh, bobble from Latou touchdown to him. That would have been electric, oh, but oh, uh, nonetheless, oh. I digress, my friend. Take it away. Hey, either way, even if uh, he would have caught it for the touchdown, the Pepperdine Waves ah. did not take care of business against the Toreros from the University of San yep. Diego. So the Monday Madness Parlay right above us did not make it to the pay window. Our apologies on that one. My sincerest apologies for my one and three day. Um, I, I I went back last night. I got up extra early this morning. I took my time. I got a 6-0 and clean sweep coming your way today. No way, fans or butts about it. There's, there's no other question. If I don't clean sweep this board, something is wrong with the world. I took way more time than I usually do. We are sweeping today. But let me tell you a little bit about this. Winthrop, minus four. Whatever books everyone on the market has the audacity to kick up a team by a point and a half, they closed as minus five and a half point favorites, and they only won by two points. I have no idea why that happened. I have no idea that line movement makes no sense in the world as to why they didn't at least get that done by six, if not by a boatload more. Yeah, They just bottom line, point blank period, couldn't get it done in the waning moments. We have been on the opposite side, my friends, on the plus four and a half, plus five and a half dog in those waning moments, and the dog just simply can't get in the back door to make the cover happen, or they allow the favorite to slip away. But of course, the time that Colt bets on the fucking favorite in that spot, it completely flip-flops. So, enough me trying to, I tell you guys, I'm not a spot guy, that's why I'm not a spot guy, because you start to see, oh yeah, this is the spot, that's the spot, look what happens. Army. Not feeling bad at all about that one. A lot of other people mm. that I respect in the industry were like, what in the world is going on with that line? Give me Army plus nine. They had an eight-point lead at one point in time, uh, had a three-point deficit going into halftime, and then lost the game by 19. Uh, can't fucking explain it to you at all. Uh, two games ago, they were high flying. Shit, they looked at like Fislam Jamma Houston back in the no day kidding, for crying dude. out loud. I mean, they looked electric, and then they come out against Colgate, who has underwhelmed across the board. They are not last year's team, and they lay an egg. I don't understand it. Wofford, minus three, was the right side for 39 minutes and 30 Duh. seconds of this fucking game. In the last 30 seconds, Wofford said, ah, we're going to just stop playing, erase a 10-point deficit, and they lose by four. Wow, isn't that a coincidence and a half? And then, oh, hey, the one winner of the day, Pac-12, Oregon State plus four and a half. That was the one I uh, was honestly the least confident in because uh, we had a couple of guys that I respect 
um, have uh, Oregon minus the four and a half. But as the day went on, uh, the line didn't go anywhere. Oregon was getting boatloads of money dumped on them, and the line wasn't going anywhere. So I got a little bit more confident as the day went on, and sure as shit, I was confident in all four of my plays, overly confident, and uh, maybe just too much overly confident, and uh, Oregon State's the only one that got there. So my sincerest apologies, but uh, no apologies needed from the money line dice. Alcorn Oof. State, minus one. I ended up adding that to my card, put a full unit on it, and that bad boy got to the pay nice. window. Easy money as well. Uh, ended up adding Alabama A&M uh, from the Monday Madness Parlay, too, I. and cash money. Yes, sir. Uh, hey. Love that as well. A little swag Alabama action. A&M Bulldogs, dude. Hey, Give me hey, a break. Hey, hey, How could you on, not take that on. yesterday? I'm, dude, that it's just like the uh, the perfect storm, if you will, of yeah. this team has to cover in this situation. The Georgia Bulldogs playing the Alabama Crimson yeah. Tide in the national championship, and you have an <laughs> Alabama A&M Bulldogs team on the college basketball can't hardwood. Can't make this shit up. Come on. You can't make this shit up. Get out of Dodge. So if you played us all the way across the board, three and three day, four and three day with the Moneyline dice, so that's still fucking positive. Uh, if you do a quarter unit on the Monday Madness Parlay, then uh, you're probably still up uh, still up positive all the way units. Um, I didn't play all the way across the board, so I broke pretty much dead even um, after I played everything all together. So I'm tired of that bullshit. My friends, look, look, look. Okay, look. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it no more, right? I'm tired of the bullshit. I'm tired of coming to this show saying, ah, broke even. I'm up a half a unit, 0.75 units on the day. That's not what I'm in this game for. I'm not in this game to just make a little bit of a, a little bit of scratch in the pocket. I'm in this game to bankrupt every book on the damn market. So I said it once. I've said it twice. I'll say it a third time here on this show. I got six plays coming today, all from the college basketball hardwood. And you better pull your damn brooms out of the closet because it's a clean sweep coming up quick, fast, and in a hurry. My partner, five picks coming from that man over there today. That guy, five best bets of the day. He's got uh, three from the college basketball hardwood, two from the NBA hardwood, so get ready to rock and roll for those. And then uh, two for Tuesday parlay, a little interesting on this one here today, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, We are picking out a game that kicks off the college basketball slate. We found a side on that one, a spread. And then we're picking out a game that closes the college basketball slate. And we got a spread on that one as well. So favorite on the one that opens the uh, slate and a dog on the one that closes the slate. But you got to stick around to find out who exactly is today's two, two for Tuesday parlay leg teams of the day. For now, partner, uh, anything else from your side of the screen? Uh, nope, that's not what the hell I wanted to put in there. I do apologize. Uh, like an example uh, like that. Uh-huh. I wanted to put this. Actually, just across the desk, the MLB and the MLB Players Association plan to hold a bargaining session uh, Thursday. Mm. Uh, they are expected to, MLB is expected to make a core economics proposal at oh. the session, which would be the Guess first what? between the sides since the league locked out the players on December 2nd. Here's so get my this thoughts. damn thing over. Go ahead. Players are going to hear that economic hoodawada, big words you uh-huh. used over there, and they're going to go... <laughs> Here you go, MLB. Have a great day. We'll yeah. see you back in a month. They don't give a damn about. They're gonna offer them the bare minimum. But the thing is, is like I was, I was reading some of Jet Passing stuff, and we could talk about this in the second mm-hmm. half too. Yeah, All that's right. who. That's who I just saw that from. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, MLB stuff. I was reading some of his stuff uh, when this about uh, late last week, and he had some really interesting stuff we can talk about on it. As uh, kind sure. of far as like. Both sides need to kind of give in here in order for something to happen. Mm-hmm. He's not worried about baseball being canceled so far, but uh, we still kind of got to talk about it just a little bit. So got that to talk about. Got uh, one, two, three, four, five leans over on my side of thing we can talk about. 
Always important TTL announcements. I'm excited to see what you got cooked up for Tuesday's sidebar. We've been getting fucking weird last couple of days. Your boy's been hot or then hot on trivia. Now, if I could just transfer my trivia skills over to my gambling skills, there you go. We'd be fucking cooking right along, my friend. 100%. 100%. Definitely keeping movie Mondays no. and then okay. Uh, okay. the music on Thursdays for sure. Uh, I, I'm, I'm testing something out today. Woo! Testing something out today, okay. but we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Hey, kinda, hey, you got hey. to get the other days straightened out here, ironed hey. out, figured out. I enjoy being a guinea pig, pal. Let's All rock right. and roll. Uh, I have circled, triple starred, double starred, triple underlined the movie for next Monday that I'm going to tell you guys about. Ooh, okay. I'm ready to rock and roll for that already. So uh, get juice. We got to, we got some new stuff happening here in Today's the sidebar. Today's book club. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, well, whatever. Okay. Fine. Aaron Rodgers book club. That would be electric. <laughs> you think, you think uh, hey, actually, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, one one final thing here before we Got get it. into the, the meat and bones. Uh, our guest of the day, wise words uh, for yeah. tomorrow. Shameless yep. plug, drops 12 p.m. Central Standard Time on our YouTube. Um, he wrote a book. Not going to tell you the name of it because, you know, we always like to keep our guests secret until it drops right at 12 um, because you'd easily be able to look it up and find out who it is. But he wrote a book, and I read the uh, intro and the foreword last night. Uh Uh-huh. Holy fucking shit. Nice. Did he resend it? Because I know I saw your email that it was messed up yeah, the first so, time he got so, it. Yeah, he re, he resent it, so it's all okay. it's all good to go now. Um, but uh, did I, did I, I don't know what I, where I was going with the the uh, the book. There was something in addition to uh, to that book. Gosh darn it! I'll think about it later. Crazy storyteller though. Yeah, ab- absolutely electric. Well, I'm sure that's something I'll remember. What was going in the second half of the show? I can't remember what we were just talking about though. But uh, well, I'll remember it all for now. We'll for now, we need to focus on cashing some damn tickets so cut the gossip quit the banner and stop the drama you could go to every other sports media outlet and get you come to the ttl pod for the stone cold locks picks insights and analysis yeah diving into the occasional rabbit hole along the way as uh, evidence of the intro of this show already here today but most importantly running tickets straight to the pay window with the ttl crew all day and night long so without further ado my friends it's time to kick things off the first segment of the day our mags, best bets of the day. Turn your volume way up. Lock in, listen in, get ready for nothing but stone cold facts, insights, knowledge, and analysis. But before you can do any of that, I need you to lift your mug up way high in the air. Cheers to me. Cheers to you over there, partner. And all, <laughs> and all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Tuesday of bets. Take your sip and all, oh, partner, not yet. Hold on. That was supposed to look like a lot Woo! closer. I and I, we both it, it, did the same. It, it, that was supposed it, it, to look it, it, a lot closer, close. like I was on the edge of the screen, but I ended up being not even close. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. So get your good. get your go go juice ready to rock yep. and roll, partner. Let it rip. Let them have it. And as always, you have the floor. All righty, my man. First one on tap. I'll stick. I'll uh, get us kicked off in college basketball here. Lock and load. Uh, first one I really really like, and uh, if you've been following these teams. Fairly closely, you might be a little uh, surprised by this, or at least if you're following them kind of on the surface. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to Miami and Florida State. This one is at Florida State today. I am taking the Seminoles, and I am laying the six and a half points at home with the Seminoles. And no I know fear. it might sound a little concerning with the way that you may have seen them lately, but a lot of those struggles, almost all of those struggles, have been on the road. You and I have talked about it, partner. 
went into Wake Forest a week or so ago. Got absolutely, actually, it might have been exactly a week ago on Tuesday because it was two for Tuesday. Uh, went into Wake Forest, got absolutely destroyed there. Uh, they have since bounced back at home against Louisville, uh, a team that is uh, ranked a little bit higher per Ken Palm than Miami. Uh, and I think they take care of business today against a Miami team partner. This just is a big, fat, stinking trap in my eyes. You have a team that has rattled off nine straight wins and is coming off of a win at Duke. A win at Duke to cap off a nine-game win streak, and you're telling me they're a plus six-and-a-half point dog. Do I need to uh, re-bring the old uh, Dave Chappelle, Tyrone, free crack giveaway at 5 o'clock? Uh, gift because that's what again this feels like to me partner it feels like you're running into a big fat sneaky trap if you're back in this Miami uh, Hurricanes team here sure. uh, they've been solid they've been solid in a lot of spots but they're 82nd ranked team per Ken Palm I think we're going to start seeing some regression, regression starting tonight, especially on the road. I think they can still probably take care of business in a lot of spots at home, on the road here, even in a uh, short road trip here to Florida State. I think they struggle. Uh, I mentioned they're 82 per Ken Palm overall. Florida State is actually 46. So again, eight and five straight up. Um, Owen, or excuse me, eight and five straight up on the entire season. They're five and one straight up at home. So I mentioned. All of their struggles, if not, uh, or most, if not all of their struggles, have come on the road. They did lose to a Syracuse team at home, but that is a tough matchup for Florida State as far as the way they stack up. Apples to oranges here against Miami. Um, already mentioned that Miami win streak. Miami 201, 201st ranked team ADE partner. Adjusted Ooh. defensive uh, adjusted defensive efficiency. I think we see that on display tonight. And Florida State's defense, although it's not uh, not world beaters, but it is solid. They neutralize a lot of what Miami does well on offense because Miami is a solid offensive team, but it is a case where Florida State neutralizes what they do on offense. So I'll kick it off to some trends, but I really like the Seminoles in this spot. I think they're going to start heating up. I think they get some of those road issues shored up, but we're obviously not too concerned about that tonight. Um, as far as some trends, 7-1 and one, Florida State is ATS last eight home games versus a team with a winning road record. That's what we have here today. 19-7-1 ATS last 27 Tuesday games, partner, uh, compared to a Miami team that is 1-4 their last five ATS on Tuesday. Martes, Between Martes, these two, what is this one in Spanish? Martes, Martes, Martes. Okay. Lunes, it's been about a decade Martes, since I've taken uh, Spanish Vegas. classes, but uh, <laughs> here you go. Ready? Quick, quick Spanish <laughs> yeah, yeah, lesson. Yeah, yeah. You Do ready? It. Lunes, martes, miércoles, jueves, viernes, sábado, domingo. Sorry, yep. Las diez de la semana. Las diez de la semana. <laughs> Perfect. Last thing Didn't as I close it out here. <laughs> Florida State partner has won all seven of the last seven games between these two teams, and the last three have been by at least 17 points. They have been absolutely destroying this Hurricanes team. The last three were, uh, were uh, double-digit favorite spots. Uh, now you have a hot Miami team. They had to kick it back down to six and a half. No way you can open up a double-digit spread in this spot. That'd be a little too obvious if you ask me. Uh, but I think six and a half, as much as it seems like a lot of points, I think they lay the hammer down. Give me the Seminoles minus six and a half tonight. I like it. I also think it's a big fat uh, trap spot here for the Hurricanes, who just knocked off Duke uh, on the. Or were they on the road, or, or was it, it was on the road too? Duke? Yeah, yeah so not even at home. Yeah, so now they become underdogs. Florida State has had their struggles, but on the road, you mentioned that. Right. So everything all encompassing. You said, man, I really like it, and uh, obviously a little sprinkle of the Tuesday trends there. You know that'll get me yeah. all the way in the boat. So I got a half unit on it. I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's get this bad boy to the pay window. I'll help you row the boat, dog.
Keep it moving, keep it grooving. Uh, first best bet of the day, Florida State Seminoles, minus six and a half. You hear T back there going wild. Uh, old Matilda back there with her fucking right. mass. The old mass, whatever, man. If I had her in here, let me tell you this. She she huh. wants to be in here is the deal. If I had her in here, the little witch would be unplugging every wire I possibly got, yeah. and it would just be an absolute mess. So you guys can hear her out there. You can wish to see her. Maybe, maybe episode 200, a little... Well, special Tilly side. Hey, who knows? Who yeah. knows? Who how about knows? A, who how knows? about a home and home here on my side oh. of things? I got my, maybe a little fuss uh, Yeah, about uh, nine forty-five knocks out for the next about five hours. Up until that oh, no. point, he's a yapping. Not not yapping this one. She, she never stops. Either way, either Anyways. way, either way. Second best bet of the day from you, partner. We told you rabbit holes are coming. You better yes. lock in. You better get ready. All right, final two actually from the college slate going to the Big Twelve partner. Mm-hmm. I do think this one is a kind of a letdown spot and almost a little bit of a trap after what they just did. Not uh, not quite as glaring as I think the previous one that I just talked about was, but I'm going to OK State at West Virginia, and I'm taking the minus three, laying the points at home with the Mountaineers. Again, not as glaring. Uh, I do think I am ready for a sweat on this one. I am fully prepared for a sweat. Uh, but this OK State team is coming off of a home win at home against a uh, really solid ranked team in Texas. Uh, beat them 64 to 51 at home. Now I see this as being a little bit of a letdown spot. Um, and as a uh, three-point dog, I think it is a little bit of a trap here. But like I said, I do think it's going to be a little bit uh, sweaty finish here. Uh, but West Virginia, 9-0 and straight up at home. I really trust them and the old Press Virginia Mountaineers at home. Uh, they really, really dial it up here at home this year. And historically, uh, for that matter, they have a suffocating defense, 25 in ADE, 25, uh, 25th ranked in the country. And they defend the three-point ball really, really well. And OK State is a really bad three-point uh, shooting team. Uh, so OK State is not going to be able to get out to any sort of lead from that department. Uh, because that is one spot uh, if you have a very good three-point shooting team that has been an issue for West Virginia. Mm. OK, State's, uh, OK State's defense, on the other hand, is actually really solid but still not on the same level as West Virginia. And I give an edge to uh, West Virginia in the offensive department. 89th and OAOE, excuse me, adjusted offensive efficiency to 128th ranked for OK State. Uh, so I see this um, coming down to probably some free throws at the end. Going to take West Virginia to knock down some free throws to get this cover. Sure. Um, like I said, I am prepared for a sweat for this one, partner. Fully prepared. Uh, but to close it out with some trends, uh, WVU 4-1 and one last 5 following a straight-up win. That's what we have on our hands mm-hmm. here today. Uh, and OK State 1-6 one one and six ATS last 7 versus a team with a winning straight-up record. Um, so when they are in this spot, they have not been very profitable at all. Give me the Mountaineers at home to take care of business. You mentioned it, partner, early in the week, uh, or yesterday, excuse me, as far as these guys back on campus, these students back on campus. This is a really, really important one in my eyes, yeah, and this place yeah, is going to be rocking. Yeah, uh, these matchups are typically pretty tight. So give me the minus three with the Mountaineers for my second one of the day, partner. I absolutely love this play. It's a beautiful day to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. I'll be in the boat with you as well on this one. Um, I think this is a classic letdown spot for OK State out of anything. Uh, just went to Texas. Or no, they were uh, at home. Texas came to them, yep. and they, they beat them by 13. So that was uh, pretty impressive for them to do. But I think now uh, the big boys come to town, and uh, or, or they got to go to the big boys, rather. Right. And if, if Huggy Bear and the boys were having to go to Stillwater, I, I oh. definitely think this would be we would be talking opposite, yeah. but with this being in West Virginia, uh, remind me again where where is that at? The their 
Morgantown, West Virginia. Morgantown, that's right. I knew it started with an M. Uh, Morgantown, and, and come on, I call myself a West Virginia fan. Get the hell out of here. Uh, yeah, Morgantown. I sing the song, dude. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, West Virginia, Mountain Mama, Mags take us to the window with the Mountaineers, minus three. Second best bet of the day. Coming from Mags now, number three, good sir. Alrighty, number three, you mentioned I'm sticking to the Big 12. Going to the total this time around, partner, Texas Tech and Baylor. I said I was staying away from the Red Raiders on Saturday. They right. ended up winning outright against Kansas. Uh, I had no problems with that, but they are still without Terrence Shannon, uh, leading scorer, and their second leading scorer, Kevin McCuller, is questionable for this one. Uh, whether he's in or out, I still like this one because both these teams, partner, are top 10 ADE teams. Both these teams play a very, 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 very tough defense. Baylor, arguably, you can make the argument that they are the best defensive team in the country. Uh, I believe they come in ranked fifth ADE and Texas Tech at seven. If I, I might have that backwards, I did not write them down. I said they're both top ten. I feel like that point hammers at home pretty well enough. Yeah, I so. see this way going. I see this game going a couple different ways. I wanted the twelve with Texas Tech, but without those scorers or even Terrence Shannon. I think Baylor's defense could be pretty suffocating in this. And even without those two guys, Texas Tech over the last couple of games has proved that they can play a really, really good style of defensive uh, play here. That loss that they had to Iowa State, it was 47-51, to 51, still played fantastic defense on the road, and then at home held Kansas down to 67. So I see this game going one of two different ways. They either keep this low scoring both ways, uh, and it's a no sweat under both teams have a pretty low scoring effort or mm -hmm. Baylor without these scores Baylor kicks the teeth in on uh, Texas Tech and keeps them at a crazy low number and they might Baylor could get to 70 it could be a 70 to 50 game and this game stays way under so mm -hmm. I either see a really close low scoring game or just a blowout with Texas Tech not being able to put the ball in the basket at all partner uh, the under for Texas Tech 4-0 last four following a straight up win 4-0 last four on Tuesday 6-1 last seven overall uh, to the under six and one last seven overall to the under uh, my notes were kind of messing me up there five and two last seven as a dog so I really like Texas Tech in this spot uh, Baylor because they are the defensive team they've had some uh, they've had a lot of totals set a little bit a uh, little bit lower than they typically should um, but I don't think that's the case here with Texas Tech I think it should be even lower I think it should be in the 120s so I love this one it has since lost the hook down to 135 still love it right there partner uh, I like it all the way down to 134 honestly but uh, yeah give me this under for my third and final college basketball bet of the day Texas Tech Baylor under 135 and a half so for those of you who are picky and finicky and need to be accurate about everything, the Texas Tech Red Raiders do rank fifth in adjusted defensive efficiency, flipped, and huh? Baylor are seventh in adjusted defensive efficiency. So, hey, I think that plays even more into the fact of what you were just all talking about there. Texas Tech shows up against the oh, Sikkim Bears here today. Uh, Part, I'm going to let you have all of this one, though. This, uh, these totals... Especially in the 130s, I got no feel for them whatsoever left, right, and center, and I don't want to be a mush for you. I really don't want to do it. So you take it all, wrap it up on your college basketball card, Texas Tech versus Baylor under 135 and a half. He says it's already lost the hook down to 135, boys and girls. You better get with the action quick, fast, and in a hurry. Keep your Nikes on, keep your Jordans on, whatever you prefer. Maybe the Adidas's, maybe the Reeboks. I'm not here to judge. Maybe the Kyrie's. I don't know. What I do know is that Mags is now going to the NBA hardwood, and he's got two best bets coming at you. Mags, if you would be so kind, please keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks with your fourth best bet of the day.
All right, partner, I am really excited to watch this game, let alone have some action on this game. Warriors mm-hmm. and Grizzlies. This is a uh, big one, big spectacle, spectacle game. Excuse me. Spectacle. I'm going to the Grizzlies, plus two and a half, down to two where I am seeing it right now. Warriors are going to be potentially without, once again, uh, I, we have not talked about this, that funny business as far as the old Draymond Green getting the uh, two-second start and then getting the hell out of there. Uh, interested to see uh, what they settled those on as far as certain books, as far as his props. I think I, I, think I saw you uh, having some type of reaction to that. Regardless, he ain't going to be doing, uh, I think he's going to be out. I'm not trying to do Millions. any assumptions as far as injuries. I do think he's going to be out, but even if he's in, I'm still fine with that. Um, but he ain't going to be doing any two-second uh, start and then out of here uh, for this game tonight. Uh, so they're potentially without him. Gary Payton the second, uh, who has actually uh, really improved and is a solid bench player. He's questionable, though, as well as Otto Porter. Um, so beyond that, in a different spot, if this Grizzlies team was a two-point dog at home against any other team, I would probably take the other side because the Grizzlies are on a nine-game win streak. They are smoking hot right now, but they're playing the Golden State Warriors, everyone's favorite team to bet on right now, and Clay Thompson is back in town. Oh, my gosh. They're it? gonna They're only How a two-point favorite on the road to the Grizzlies. I know the Grizzlies are good, but it's the Warriors and Clay Thompson. Uh, I'm fading all of that action today, and I'm taking the team that's won nine straight games, and they're playing at home against uh, or with a really, really successful style of offense right now. Uh, this Warriors offense, on the other hand, partner, 96 points or less their last three games. Even with, I know they played the Cavs last game, but that's still three straight games of 96 or less. And this Grizzlies team won 18 or more in five of their last six, let alone on this nine-game win streak. So I'm back in the hot offense. I'm fading the cold offense. I know Clay Thompson is there. I have got a lot of Warriors action for the entire season, partner, but uh, I am fading all of them today for the Grizzlies. They are 6-0 and last six following a straight-up win. 5-0 and last five on Tuesday, partner. 10-1 uh, and last 11 as a dog. 6-2, and and this is all ATS, by the way. 6-2 and ATS last eight on one day's rest. And the Golden State Warriors, 3-8-1 uh, last 12 following a straight-up win. And 1-3-1 and last five as a road favorite. Give me the Grizzlies plus 2.5 or plus 2 wherever you are seeing it right now. I do believe you're on the right side. I believe you're in the right spot, uh, especially with a couple of those closing trends. The Warriors have just not been good road favorites as of late, but um, I don't want to mush this one for you. I'm going to stay away from it. This was the side I was leaning to. I saw it at uh, one and a half last night. It's gone up to two and a half. Uh, it was at one in some spots. I don't really know. I, I firmly believe you're on the right spot, though. But again, don't want to mush it for you. So I'm going to stay away from this one. Your first NBA best bet, your fourth total best bet of the day, the Memphis Grizzlies plus two and a half. Partner, could you please indulge us all? What is your final best bet of the day? Number five. Number five, finish it off in the NBA. I've got all home teams today, partner. How about that home action? Teams. I'm feeling good about it. Okay. Actually, I guess I got one total. So four of my five are home okay. teams, obviously. All but. Right. All right. Number five, I am going to the Suns and Raptors. I am taking the Raptors at home, plus the four in this one. Um, as much as good as the Suns are, I think this is a tough spot for them to be in right now. They're missing a few guys still. Uh, looks like they might get a couple guys out, but as far as depth, they are still missing a few guys. And again, this team getting only four points. I feel like, I, I, am I honestly, I'm not coming to here saying that this is a trap in the Suns, but I do feel like that seems a little bit too good to be true. So I will sprinkle that on top of there as far as the 30 and nine straight up Suns, right? Uh, but this Raptors team partner is on 
fire right now. Fred Van Fleet, uh, my man, is uh, putting together an all-star case, and he's leading this team uh, into a playoff case by that matter as well. 20 and 17 straight up now. They are on fire. Uh, they have won six straight games of, and uh, scored 116, 116 or more in five of those six games, partner. And the Suns offense coming in a big gold last two. 106 points scored, 100 points uh, last two, and they are 1-1 one one in those two games. Coming off of a loss to the Heat, 100-123. Uh, so a bit of a rough defensive performance in that one as well. But I see this Raptors team continuing things at home despite no fans. Last time I saw them, they did not have any fans up there in uh, Toronto. Uh, but that is not concerning to me in this one at all. They are 8-1 and one ATS there, last nine at home in that stadium. 6-1, and one last seven on one day's rest. And the Suns are 4-10, and 10, last 14. This is all ATS, last 14 on two days rest. 0-5, oh five, last five. Uh, ATS versus a team with a winning record, which the Toronto Raptors currently do have after this six-game win streak. Love the Raptors to take care of business here in this spot, partner, and light it up once again on the offensive uh, end of the floor. Give me the Raptors plus four to close myself out for the day, my friend. I'm going to stay away from this one as well. Uh, only the second time they've been dogs in uh, their last five games. They've been rolling too hot um, for me Fair to kind of – But, 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 but I do, again, think you are on the right side. Uh, this one has gone from four and a half down to four. Not entirely sure what that means, but it would appear that you're on the right side. Uh, today's NBA card just really didn't jump out at me. Uh, it was really about college basketball um, today for sure. So, hey, you got us covered a little sprinkle uh, across the board there, college basketball. You got us covered in NBA. I'll get us a little bit of early action, a little middle, and a little bit of late night action. So we're covered all the way. Cashing tickets all day and night long, as I always say, to kick off the show. Now, partner... As I see it, that is five best bets of the day coming from you here today. Uh, a lot of good insights, a lot of good analysis. Uh, appreciate all of you and your picks as per usual. Anything else you uh, got left to lay down, deliberate about, banter about, anything in between? Good, sir. No, sir. I think that about does it for me. That's the uh, most picks I've had on the show in a while, my friend. Yeah, so dude, I know. Uh, take it away You're from me. me. Hey, I love it all, dude. I love it all today. <clears> so take it away from me. I absolutely love it as well. Um, let's see here. You can get all of our Mag's Best Bets of the Day, before I forget, uh, on the Action app, on the Chalkboard app, and on our website. So uh, on the Action app, you can follow him at Mag's in all caps. You can follow me at Cash underscore with underscore Colt. You can follow the Talking the Line Best Bets of the Day at Talking the Line. That's, again, all on the Action app. On the Chalkboard app, only available on the App Store right now, Apple App Store. Uh, you can download that. Follow them on the Twitter app as well, at Chalkboard board hq and then uh follow talking the line board on chalkboard and then as well dive in one of our channels we're always in there going back and forth there's a channel for just about anything sports betting wise and beyond you could want to talk about so come in connect with us uh totally deeper level it is uh kind of think discord but only for sports betting and uh it's gone about four or five cycles of steroids. Uh, and then the third place you can find us is TalkingTheLine.com, or all of our best bets, rather. TalkingTheLine.com slash today's dash best dash bets. All of our best bets are always updated right on there. You can actually bet on them right from that page, or you can uh, check out. You say, ah, I don't like really anything the crew's got today. Let me check out some live lines and odds. You can do that right from our uh, website as well and bet those games on your favorite sports book. We have all of that available to you, as well as all of our additional content, yada, yada, yada. There you go. There you have it. All right. Well, let's keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the track. Second segment of the day. Thank you for your five plays, partner. Let's get them to the pay window. It's time for my 
best bets of the day. Okay, my friends, I got six coming at you. Uh, I will keep it uh, tight, concise, nice, ready to rock and roll. So, without further ado, first game we're going to, this one starts at uh, 2, oh, this one's a 4 o'clock, I apologize. Yeah, this is not a 1 o'clock, this is a 4 o'clock, but still uh, rather early here, so uh, get it locked in at the best value you can. Going to the matchup between the Hofstra Pride and the Towson Tigers, we're taking the Hofstra Pride plus two and a half. We'll be able to come back to Towson soon enough, my friends. Don't worry. We backed them a few times. They've cashed some tickets for us. But right now, this is a setup spot for them and a perfect opportunity to fade them with the Hofstra Pride. This is a Colonial Athletic Conference meeting. Um, these two teams uh, have rotated covers back and forth since 2019, um, with Towson actually covering the last meeting as five and a half point dogs. So what do you think is bound and determined to happen this time? Hmm, how you doing, number one? Towson hasn't ever covered as a favorite in these meetings, at least in the last 10 that I could look back to. So there's another little nugget for you. They're a favorite today. They've never covered as a favorite as far as I could look back. How you doing, number two? How you doing, number three, is that Hofstra is 7-3 and three straight up in the last 10 meetings overall between these two teams and 5-3 and three ATS the last eight meetings. They've just been favored by big spreads. It's a setup here that they're in a dog spot. Please, please, please. Towson is just being favored because they had a hot start. They're starting to cool off now. Back the Hofstra Pride plus two and a half. It is rare to get them as a dog. Only the second time they've been a dog in their last 10 games. You have to take the points. Towson has two straight failed covers as favorites this year. Minus three and minus seven and a half uh, back to back in their last two games. And I believe my friends... It's time for the Tigers to start scuffling just a little bit. I said we can come back to them. We'll come back oh, to them. Yeah. But just right now, this is a perfect time to start fading them. A couple of keys. Number one is tempo. Hofstra 129th in adjusted tempo per Ken Palm. Towson 213th, so almost 100 spots better. I love that with Hofstra, especially with uh, kind of how they play uh, similarly or, or I guess kind of uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for, kind of into the – the, the flaws of Towson, I guess, really play into the favor of Hofstra as far as tempo-wise. Yeah. Hofstra is 168th in offensive possession, 50th in defensive possession. Towson, 317th in offensive possession, 298th in defensive possession. So I think Hofstra controls the entire day from start to finish. They have similar defenses, and offense definitely is going to rule the day, but Hofstra has the edge there, so I think we're solid as well. 79.3 points per game for the Pride compared to the Tigers, 71.8. 57th and AOE for the Pride compared to 55th for the Tigers. However, here's the big kicker. 60th and effective field goal for Hofstra, 139th for Towson. So big old gap there, uh, something you really want to take note of. Last but certainly not least, um, even though I think offense rules the day, there's one final key, and it's a hustle stat, my friends. Turnovers. Hofstra is uh, 15th in offensive turnover percent, 87th in defensive turnover percent. Towson, 103rd in offensive turnover percent, and 149th in defensive turnover percent. So if anybody's winning uh, the old turnover battle, I believe it's the pride. But if you don't believe me on all of that, believe the trends. Hofstra, 6-2 ATS last eight overall. 6-1 ATS last seven Tuesday games. 12-4-1 ATS last 15 as a dog. 33-15-3 last 51 as a road dog and 5 and 2 ATS last 7 following a straight up win. Towson 3 and 7 ATS last 10 as a home favorite. 1 and 5 against the number their last 6 against a colonial conference opponent and Hofstra is 5 and 0 oh against the number did I mention their last 5 times that they've gone and played these Tigers in Towson. That's in Maryland. 
little trivia question for you. Towson, Maryland, Towson University, 5-0 ATS, last five meetings on that hardwood. Give me all of the Hofstra pride plus two and a half. Kick off my card of the day. I do like it, my friend. I think you're on the right side with that one. Um, yeah, undecided if I'm going to be back in that one or not. It is at 4 o'clock. I might be adding this one to my card. But mm-hmm. uh, I think you're on the right side with this one, my man. You mentioned it. Towson will come back to us eventually, but uh, put yeah. them on the shelf for now. Yeah. 100%. Uh, perfect fade spot for them. And uh, I usually have one of those bad days to start the week, just or, or one of those bad days throughout my entire week, and I'm glad we started the week with it. So it's only sure. up from here. I'm ready to rock and roll. Uh, so best bet number two. Going to the A-10, my friend. Actually, an A-10 matchup between some familiar foes. St. Louis Billikens and the Dayton Flyers. We're taking the Billikens plus three. Uh, It's very interesting that Dayton has won and covered in the last two meetings between these two teams. But outside of that, St. Louis has absolutely owned the Flyers. They are eight and four against the number the last 12 meetings between these two teams. St. Louis is also rolling right now. Ten and four straight up, eight and five against the number overall. They're being overvalued or undervalued rather uh, because they're only two games on the they've only had two games on the road. One and one straight up and against the number in those two games. They're also uh, getting Martin Lenson back, or Linson back. Uh, he's their forward, averages about 10.1 points per game. Solid role player. They need him back in the lineup, and he looks to be ready to rock and roll for this matchup. Dayton, 9-6 straight up, 7-8 ATS overall, 5-4 straight up, 3-6 ATS on their home hardwood. Folks, they're inconsistent regardless of location, so if you want to put your money on that inconsistency in a favorite spot to at least win by four, eh, go ahead, but I'm going to be tentative, and I'm going to take all the uh, all the points the books are willing to give me with the Billikens. A couple of keys here. Um, when uh, def- or when Dayton, when defense, when Dayton can out-defense a team, is what I'm trying to tell you, that's when they cover and when they win outright. Not going to happen here today against the Billikens because the Billikens match up extremely well with them defensively. 95th in ADE for St. Louis, 98th in opponent effective field goal. Dayton, 83rd in ADE, but 112th in opponent effective field goal. So no severe advantage there for Dayton like they have had in the past. And we've seen it here already this season when they can out defensive team. That's when they win and cover. They're just simply not going to do that today. It also is going to come down to the hustle stats. St. Louis averaging about 13.1 offensive turnovers a game with 14.8 defensive turnovers a game. Dayton, 14.9 offensive turnovers a game uh, and uh, 12 defensive turnovers a, uh, per game, generated per game. So obviously, huge advantage there for St. Louis in that department, but also the rebounds, my friends. The Billikens. 31.3 rebounds per game compared to Dayton's 27.5 rebounds per game. I think the hustle stats are really key here, but I think one final thing is really key here. We're not getting burned from the charity stripe today, damn it. We got burned yesterday too many times. St. Louis, 76.7 from the free throw stripe, and Dayton, 70% straight up. I think St. Louis knocks them down when we need them to, and they get the easy cover here, but you don't believe me believe the trends. Dayton, 2-4 and four ATS last six overall. 2-8 and eight ATS last 10 Tuesday games. 2-6 and six ATS last eight as a home favorite. St. Louis, 5-3 and three ATS last eight overall. 43-20 and 20 ATS last 53 as a dog. And 10-4 and four ATS last 14 as a road dog. Give me the St. Louis Billikens plus three for my second best bet of the day. I like it, my man. I uh, feels like this uh, slew is like underrated across mm. the rest of the country outside of the Midwest. Seems like uh, you know the Midwest kind of realizes how solid they are because they're really, really good. And 
with Dayton having a couple, you know, tournament appearances, a couple nice runs, it just mm-hmm. seems like they have, uh, you know, a bigger name. So when they see them as a short favorite, that would be the angle that I think is uh, important in this one. So I think you're on the right side here. And I know a lot about uh, Old Slew. I've been watching them yeah. for well over oh, yeah. the better part of a decade from Southern Illinois and being a lot closer to uh, St. Louis than uh, Chicago. So I, yeah. I paid a lot of attention to uh, some St. Louis college teams because they got some good college teams down there. So huh? there you go. There you have it. Uh, third best bet of the day coming from your boy. I was going to uh, – I wasn't even going to get involved in this one. Matter of fact, I glossed over this one. I was wrapping everything up. I saw it. I said, whoa, 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 what the hell is going on with this line movement? I said, well, I got to get involved in a little bit of action if I'm seeing this. So we're going to the matchup between the Toledo Rockets and the Miami, Ohio Redhawks. We're taking the Rockets minus a half. They were actually the plus one and a half dog. Uh, when I saw this this morning, I was wrapping up down to a pick favorite. I think they win this game outright, even if it is by a point at the bare minimum. They are point blank the better team than Miami, Ohio. They are just being overvalued because it's on their home hardwood. That is Miami, Ohio. Five and two straight up, three and one ATS at home. But, 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 but they played Lamar Stetson, Heidelberg University. Defiance University, okay, if you've ever, raise your hand if you've ever heard of them, Cincinnati, Bellarmine, and Spalding University. Give me a fucking break, my friends. If you don't think that's overvalued at its finest, get out of Dodge. Uh, they are also 2-5 and five ATS, their last eight. How do you have 2-5? and five? That does not equal eight. One did not have a spread set. Same cannot be said for Toledo. They're being undervalued on the road. They're four and one straight up and ATS their last five overall. Two and four straight up, but four and two against the number on the road. They've played some damn good opponents. Valparaiso, Oakland, Michigan State, Richmond, Kent State, and Central Michigan. Only one of those teams, Central Michigan, really being a team that you can't look at and say, damn, that's a solid quality opponent playing them on their home hardwood. A couple of the keys, though, here. Um, offense is pretty damn similar, so I think this is going to be a defensive day um, for one team, and that's the Toledo Rockets. 66.2 points per game allowed compared to the Red Hawks, 69.1. Toledo ranks 130th in ADE, where the Red Hawks rank 245th. And here's the big one, kids. Toledo, 52nd in opponent-effective field goal percentage and the Red Hawks 255th in that same statistic. Not to mention uh, the turnovers, hustle stats. You know I love them. Uh, This is going to be all Toledo. They average about 12.5 turnovers per game defensively, where Miami only allows or only averages about 11.5 defensively. Rebound-wise, as well, is going to be all Toledo. 79th in offensive rebounding percent, 124th in defensive rebounding percent per Ken Palm. Simple comparison to the Red Hawks, 170th in offensive rebounding percent, 250th in defensive rebounding percent, both of them again per Ken Palm. So you see the edges. It don't take a rocket scientist, uh, especially with this line movement. I think the Rockets get it done pretty easily, but uh, at the bare minimum by at least a point. You don't believe me, believe the trends. Toledo 4-1 ATS last five on the road. 5-1 ATS last six as a dog. Combine the two, 5-1 ATS last six as a road dog. They're also 11-3 ATS last 14 Tuesday games and 8-3 straight up their last 11 versus a MAC opponent. 
The Red Hawks, 2-7-1 ATS last 10 following a straight-up loss. 4-9-1 ATS last 14 versus a team with a winning straight-up record. And Toledo, 8-2 ATS last 10 meetings with Miami, Ohio. 7-0 ATS last 7 meetings in Ohio. And Toledo is 10-0 straight-up the last 10 meetings with these damn Red Hawks. And they ain't losing here today. None of them trends are breaking. Let's get involved in some action. Come on in, boys. The water's fine. Toledo Rockets. Minus a half, third, best bet of the day. I like the Toledo Rockets, my friend. I am staying away, man. I am staying away. I just... Every sign of the world points to Toledo, and I totally agree with you. I just... I'm, I'm just... I'm concerned why it's so why it's a pick 'em essentially, and I think it's just a fake trap. I think you're on the right side, but I'm gonna see myself out of this one as much as I would love to have some action. Hey, no problem whatsoever. I totally understand it. I just believe Toledo is going to continue to absolutely roll. They have been rolling recently, and uh, they always roll the Red Hawks. So yeah, let's rock. And I got gotcha. you. Next one up on tap, number four, going to the Big 12 matchup between the Oklahoma Sooners and the Texas Longhorns. I love the dog in this matchup. Oklahoma Sooners plus six and a half. Uh, these two teams talked about uh, kind of something similar to this with uh, first best bet of the day. Uh, these two have uh, rotated covers since 2018, and Texas just covered the last matchup. What do you think is going to happen in this one? There is Hayadurin number one, Hayadurin number two. Oklahoma's 4 and 1 ATS last five meetings in Texas. And I simply do not think this finishes by more than two buckets. I think this is going to be an electric Big 12 affair. And it does not, does not, I repeat, does not finish by more than four points. Couple of keys here. Number one, strength of schedule. It's going to show very large for Texas. Texas. 322nd ranked strength of schedule per Ken Palm, Oklahoma 135th strength of schedule. Let's look at opponent offense and opponent defense. Uh, In that order, Texas is 311th and 329th in those rankings. Simple comparison, Oklahoma 185th, 118th. You got your edge number one. Edge number two, sure, Texas Chris Beard offense, always dominant, always solid. But they've been struggling to get the ball in the basket here uh, as of late. They're only averaging 70.7 points per game compared to the Sooners, 74.7. And here's a couple of big ones. 37th in AOE are the Sooners. Texas, 35th in AOE. A little bit better, but... Fourth in effective field goal is Oklahoma. 76th in effective field goal is Texas. So a pretty severe edge in that department. Oklahoma looked great in their last game and... Uh, in Iowa uh, against Iowa State and me and Mags both talked about what are we missing here like why in the world is Oklahoma favored this Iowa State team is a great damn team by six and a half and and Oklahoma went in and handled business and I would put Iowa State up here with both Oklahoma and Texas and Oklahoma handled business already I uh, once on the road I think they do it again to Texas here today but you don't believe me believe the trends Texas 8 and 21 ATS their last 29 home games versus a team with a winning straight up road record they're also 6 and 20 ATS their last 26 versus a team with a winning percent greater than 600 Texas also won 6 and 1 ATS last 8 following a straight up win the Sooners 14 and 3 against the number last 17 as a dog 5 and 2 ATS last 7 as a road dog 5 and 2 ATS last 7 versus a team with a winning straight up record and oh I mentioned it at the top, but hammer it home. Oklahoma 4-1 ATS, last five meetings in Texas. Give me all the Sooners, plus 6.5, my fourth best bet of the day. 
I like it, my man. This is the one that I'm really interested in. These uh, these Big 12 matchups, you just you really have, and you, obviously you did, and I agree with you here. You have to really look closely because a, a lot of these spreads and these teams aren't apples and oranges by any means. Uh, and I agree with you, man. As good as we think Texas is, a I think they're typically a little overvalued this year. And on the flip side, aside from that last game, Oklahoma's been undervalued, and I think they're in that spot again. I love me some Porter Moser. Uh, head coach of Oklahoma Sooners, former Loyola Chicago, can take the man away from Chicago, but you can't take the Chicago out of the man. Yes, I do sir. like it, my friend. Yes, sir. I, like it. I absolutely love it. So there you go. There you have it. Throwing in a little Chicago shout-out as well uh, for my fourth best bet of the day. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Fifth best bet of the day. Oh, baby. We're getting a little bit of revenge here, boys. Roll Tide matchup between the Auburn Tigers and the Alabama Crimson Tide. We're taking the Crimson Tide minus three. Do not think I am a homer on this one just because I am a huge Alabama Crimson Tide fan. This is a classic spot me and Mags always talk about. The higher-ranked team is on the road and is the underdog. Are you kidding me? They are so much better. They're going to kill them. Do not play into that, my friends. Auburn is 3-0 straight up, 1-2 against the number on the road. Hmm, let's look a little deeper. Oh, that's right. They only played the USF Bulls, St. Louis Billikens, and South Carolina Gamecocks on the road. They ain't played nobody but the Billikens, and that game was a sweat and a half for those Tigers. Sure How about Bama? 7-0 straight up at home, 3-4 against the number. Colt, come on, why are you trusting them? They haven't been covering like that. Well, because they've been fucking double-digit favorites. They're not double-digit favorites in yeah. this spot, so we ain't got to worry about it. If you still don't believe me that they're undervalued on their doggone home court tonight, believe a couple of keys. Tempo, number one, both thing, uh, both teams love to run here to the Tigers. Go Tigers! Not tonight, though. I just got to say it when I, every time I uh, get an opportunity to be involved in a matchup with them. <laughs> uh, both like to run, uh, but Bama is a touch faster. 34th in adjusted tempo per Ken Palm, 64th in the same stat for the Tigers. I think second-chance opportunities are also going to loom large here tonight. I think you're going to see Alabama clean up a lot of their misses if they do have them or at least be able to clean up the boards and uh, really get some of those second-chance points put back in the bucket. They're 23rd in offensive rebounding percentage, and Auburn is 63rd in that same exact stat. Pretty similar uh, defensive-wise when it comes to uh, rebounding the basketball. SEC play, too, also is just kind of sticking out to me like a sore thumb. Auburn's 3-0 and uh, in SEC play right now. Alabama's two and one. So the undefeated in conference play team is the dog, and the favorite has the opportunity to get to an even tie to tie them for first place in the conference in the SEC right now. How you doing for the final time here today? The Crimson Tide are the right side. It's a setup and a half for the Tigers. I, I don't know why. I don't know what what happens overall, what we see offensively and defensively. I'm very interested to watch this game, especially with my boys being involved, but Set up in a half for the Tigers. Take the Tide, minus three, but you don't believe me, believe the trends. Auburn, 1-4 ATS, last five on the road. 1-4 ATS, last five as a dog. Bama, 8-4 ATS, last 12 Tuesday games. 4-1 ATS, last five meetings with Auburn. And 3-1 ATS, last four meetings on their home hardwood with the Tigers. Fifth best bet of the day, Alabama Crimson Tide, minus three. You know I'm interested. You know you, I'm interested. You ain't, this, you ain't getting in the boat. You like the Tigers I don't too know yet. I don't know yet. I do like the Tigers. I also didn't even realize that Bama lost to Mizzou on Saturday on the road, dude. This I is didn't a, mention that. Yeah. This is a classic buy low spot on the Tide, man. I am interested. I am. I have to imagine I will be hammering this in. I... 
I don't think it'll jump up over minus three. Do you? Nope. Maybe it will, but I don't it think might, so. It, but I mean, it might. But just, I don't. Despite an occasional struggle from Bama, man, they are. You could make the case that on their best day, they're as good as as the Tigers. So I think that's the and, angle here. And a team that's only lost one game in the Auburn mm-hmm. Tigers, and it was on November the twenty fourth, right. is an underdog in this spot right. on January the eleventh. How you doing? Who am I? What do I know? Fifth best bet of the day: Alabama Crimson Tide minus three. Six and final best bet of the day, baby. Here we go. Take it six home. and six and zero, oh, clean sweep, taking us home. Final one. We're going to the Providence Friars and the Creighton Blue Jays. And my friends, we're back on Ed Cooley and the boys. We're taking the Friars plus four. And uh, Providence, uh, they've been rolling on the road. There's nothing you have to worry about here. Three and one straight up and against the number on the road so far. They're going to continue to rock and roll. They are being undervalued because of the Marquette debacle. Do not fall into that. It was one time kind of a deal. Not like uh, not like cheating in a relationship, you know, the guy, one-time kind of a deal, baby. You know, not, no, no, that's, that's not this kind of one-time kind of a deal. This is a, they are back on the right track. They ain't going to go back out messing around at the titty bar next mm. week. Mm. Creighton, though, 5-2 and two straight up, 2-5 and five against the number at home. They are being extremely overvalued, four points. Oh, it's a key number of four they must be able to cover that or at least they'll push it well we don't play to push we play to bankrupt every book on the market and the providence fires plus four are going to help us do that but there are a couple keys i need you to believe here providence is point blank period the better team 50th per ken palm in overall ranking creighton 54th so obviously just a little bit better there aoe and ade providence is 66th and 49th respectively where creighton is 70th and 54th respectively so there's another edge for you experience is what it comes down to ed cooley's boys have been on the hardwood for a hot minute together ninth in the nation in experience per ken palm compared to the blue jays 309th 300 spots worse in experience come on when it comes down to the nitty-gritty providence is going to be able to come up clutch last but not least tempo neither one of these guys boat race teams uh or or these teams boat race each other They, they this is not what they do they play really slow and they just enjoy taking their time valuing possessions getting balls in the old peach basket providence however is a little bit slower and i think that allows them to control time of possession 281st in adjusted tempo per ken palm creating 247th oh wait one more thing very important in conference play and i've neglected to maybe get a little bit deeper into it than maybe i should have here free throws it matters when they're this damn close providence is the better free throw shooting team 72.4 percent from the charity stripe for the friar 69.2 percent for the blue jays you don't believe me in all my nonsense and stats I dug up. Believe the doggone cold hard trends. Wrapping it up on my card of the day. Providence, 8-2 ATS last 10 overall. 7-0 ATS last 7 as a dog. 4-0 ATS last 4 as a road dog. 7-1 ATS last 8 versus a team with a winning straight up record. Creighton, 1-4 ATS last 5 as a favorite. 2-5 ATS last 7 as a home favorite. And Providence, 4-1 ATS last 5 meetings with Creighton. And 5-2 ATS last 7 meetings with Creighton on Creighton's hardwood. And so you got an answer to a trivia question sometime later on in your life. Creighton, that university, is located in Omaha, Nebraska. For my sixth and final best bet of the day, the Providence Friars, plus 4. I do like it, my man. We 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 defied 
the Ed Cooley train on Saturday, and damn it, I I do not plan on getting in the way of that again. It seems like people are expecting Creighton to have a bounce back after a rough loss to Villanova on the road. I could actually see Creighton getting the win here, maybe. I'm not saying I'm betting on that. I'm not saying I expect it. I'm just saying I could see Providence covering but losing is kind of what I'm saying. I just think it's going to be a really close, tight game. Maybe you disagree. Maybe you think Providence takes it easy. The, Providence might get it outright, but I think it's going to be absolutely bananas. Yeah. I think it's going to yeah. be a big East battle and a half. Like, yeah. strap in, get ready to rock and exactly. roll. Exactly, 100%. Overall, the way I see it, one, two, three, four, five, six, clean sweep, dude. The only one I feel like you have a uh, staunch opinion on or it would be like, oh, I think that might want to stay away would be the Toledo Rockets. It has gone back up. That does make me a little tentative, but I think it going back up is that classic, like, oh, setup spot, oh, we have to, de-. like, we talked about it pre-show, partner. How many fucking people are betting Toledo versus Miami, Ohio, Maction today? I really don't think millions and bajillions and gazillions of people the same that do on the NFL. I would say it's a little bit lower volume, and I would say Miami flipping back to a favorite would be like, oh, my gosh, we have to get involved as fast as we possibly can, and I'm just not yeah. buying it. Yeah, especially those low ones. I mean, I saw people yesterday saying, uh, not to shout them out, but we, uh, one of our buddies is like, I'm taking a break from gambling because they put so much on uh, Alabama football. So exactly right. I don't think people are going to be uh, too involved in these, no, uh, no. you know, Toledo, Miami, Ohio games is kind of what I'm no, saying. No, no, I don't think so whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I think everybody uh, got a little bit too over-involved. I, I sat here as an Alabama fan telling you what side you should fucking take yesterday, and uh, it was to side with Mags, not side with me. I was still going to be an absolute jackass on Twitter because I am a staunch Crimson Tide fan. If you ever fucking question it, you're out of your mind. I don't just, I, I don't just uh, get. I see. I'm still sitting here talking about. It. I'm gonna just get hyped because they they win all the time. They lost last night. I'm still fucking excited as hell to see what the boys do in the NFL because we have an NFL class and a half coming up in 2022. You best believe it. Just wait. You just wait. Okay. We've been windy today. 11.05, dude. Holy smokes. All of our best bets of the day. 11 picks out in prime time. Uh, Let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving into today's special play. The two for Tuesday parlay of the day. All right. This one will be nice, short, sweet, quick, and in a hurry. We got one leg that's kicking off the slate at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, so two short hours from now. If you want to be fucking accurate, okay, one hour and 55 minutes, yada, yada, yada. Take right here, right now, the Quinnipiac Bobcats, minus two, leg number one. Now, I know they burned us on Sunday with the Balcony Bets Parlay. Really, really sorry about that, but they are favored in this spot for a reason, and they are going to bounce back, I promise you. 4-1 ATS, last five overall, so they are still hot, whereas the Canisius Golden Griffins, not very good at all. 2-7 ATS, last nine games overall, 2-5 ATS, last seven home games, and 8-22, their last 30 home games, there's a team with a losing road record. So do not buy into the home and road splits. The road team is actually 14-3 ATS in their last 17 meetings. I love Quinnipiac in this spot. This is a classic rebound spot for them. They are uh, their sneaky team. You might say Quinnipa who? How do I even spell that? I understand, my friends, but you're talking to the mid-major king. Partner, anything else you uh, have uh, before I wrap that up with some final key trends there? Not really, man. Uh, this is your wheelhouse, and I totally agree with you. Kept tabs on both of these teams. Uh, money coming in on Quinnipiac, but the line movement is uh, reflecting that. Uh, I do like this one quite a bit. I think it kicks us off with a nice uh, first half of this two for uh, cash in for us.
Absolutely. Uh, Quinnipiac is 4-1 and one against the number as well. Last five games when playing on the road against Canisius. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, Canisius Golden Griffins, 1-4 and four ATS, last five home games overall, if I didn't already mention that. They are just simply not there yet. 2-5 and five ATS, last seven. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, Quinnipiac Bobcats, minus two. First leg kicks off the slate. Now, once that bad boy cashes, we're going to have to wait all the way till the end of the evening to cash the other one because we selected the game that closes tonight's slate. We're getting weird. We're getting wild with the two for Tuesday parlay today. We're going to the matchup between the New Mexico Lobos and the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, running Rebs. And we're not taking the running Rebs, contrary to popular belief, how I might have just delivered that. We're taking the Lobos. Lobos are hot right now, and they have handled business against the running Rebs uh, traditionally. I had no idea, partner, but New Mexico is uh, actually, or, or not not traditionally, but um, I, I meant to say uh, Mountain West Conference uh, opponents, not uh, traditionally UNLV. They haven't done well against them, but I think this is the year they start to turn things around. They are hot right now, especially in this spot. 5-0 ATS, uh, last five road games. 5-0 ATS, last five games as a road dog. And 5-0 ATS, last five road games versus a team with a winning home record. UNLV just is not there. 8-20 ATS last 28 games overall and 4-9 ATS last 13 as a home favorite. I think they're overvalued as hell. Uh, going back to the Mountain West, though, New Mexico 5-1 ATS last six games against a Mountain West Conference opponent. And UNLV 4-12 ATS last 16 against a Mountain West Conference opponent. The proof's in the pudding, my friends. Look to the trends. New Mexico's hot right now. They are covering left, right, and center. Partner, what else you got for the second leg of the two for Tuesday parlay? Yeah, I don't have too much here. It's just plus six, and UNLV appears to be getting 83% of bets, 95% of money, mm. and this one opened about seven and a half, six, uh, or excuse me, seven and a half, seven, all the way down to six, holding pretty firm right there despite all of this money coming in on uh, UNLV. Uh, you mentioned it, three straight covers. Got it, Lost their last two, but covered against some really solid teams. I would put teams, uh, two teams, uh, especially Utah State, better than UNLV. Covered a six and a half against Utah State, lost by three. Mm-hmm. That's a, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want, we don't like to say good losses, but I would say that's a, uh, as far as uh, putting your money on them, that makes me feel <laughs> a lot more confident Woo! that they can keep this one close as well. If not win outright, I'm not saying they win this one outright, partner. Holy but, uh, shit. I think they keep this one close. I think this is going to be a really good game. Did you see the build-up to that at all? Not really, no. <laughs> oh, fuck. <I'm, laughs> I want to go back and watch how that looked. Oh, that seemed like I made a really funny face when that was coming up. Uh, appreciate you wrapping that up, my friend, because uh, that would have sucked if I would have sneezed right in the middle of me saying some shit. So there you go. There you have it. The two for Tuesday parlay. Quinnipiac Bobcats minus two and the New Mexico Lobos plus six. All right. We've uh, just had this show completely off the tracks all day long. We've been all over the map. Rabbit holes left, right, and center. So let's quickly recap all of today's best bets of the day just so you guys got everything uh, in order. You got it all uh, locked in on your best bets of the day. And there's no reason to stop good conversation. We'll just uh, keep the nonsense rolling. So uh, for right now, though, however, get serious for one final time. Rip out your sports books, pull out your papers and your pens and pencils or whatever mode, means, or method you utilize to take stock of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day. Because as always, with my partner coming back in the screen with me, it is time to recap the TTL Crew's best bets of the day for this gorgeous Tuesday of bets, also known as January the 11th, 2022. 
You now see them live on your screen, live from Morgantown, my friends. Turn your attention Ooh, directly to the left of the ginormous scoreboard, uh, telepro- not teleprompter, whatever the hell you want to call Jumbotron. it. Mega- Jumbotron, Megatron, everything all in between. Top left portion of your screen is where you need to be looking, though. For our mags picks, he's got five coming at you. His biggest card for quite some time. He's taking the Florida State Seminoles, minus six and a half. The West Virginia Mountaineers, minus three. Texas Tech against Baylor, under 135 and a half. Then he's going to the NBA. He's taking the Memphis Grizzlies, plus two and a half. And the Toronto Raptors on their home hardwood as well, plus Four, shift your attention to the remaining straight plays, best bets of the day, my picks, top right portion of your screen. To the right of that there, Jumbotron, six coming from me, one more than Mags to make it a grand total of 11. We're taking the Hofstra Pride, plus two and a half at uh, four o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time tip, so be sure to get that one locked in, uh, ready to rock and roll so you can get the best value on that. St. Louis Billikens, plus three, Toledo Rockets, minus a half. Uh, take them on the money line as well if you're comfortable there. Oklahoma soon plus six and a half Alabama Crimson Tide minus three and the Providence Friars plus four the two for Tuesday parlay directly underneath that you see it diagonal from us right down here in the crowd parlay up two legs paying out at over two to one odds for the two for Tuesday parlay the Quinnipiac Bobcats minus two and the University of New Mexico Lobos plus six. Let's get all 12 of those bad boys to the damn pay window. No questions, no qualms, no quarries. Let's build our bankrolls. But before we can, we need your help bankrupting every single book on the market by... Locking them in, hammer them home, sprinkling a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are primed for ticket cashing into whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Ooh, baby, where are we, partner? I know it's Morgantown, but do you know the name of this place? Not a sponsor. Not named after any person. Nah. No. I don't. Pretty simple, actually. WVU Coliseum, West Virginia Coliseum. That's it? Yep. Oh, wow. Well, so, oh, yeah, because we're, we're, we're uh, shout out ISU, we're Redbird Arena, so that's, yes, uh, that's pretty easy. I like it when those team, and teams do that, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I like that, honestly, too. All right, well, there you go. There you have it. All of our best bets of the day. Okay. You see a little bit more text up there, right above us, right up over yonder. Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day, Dell slash Drex. It's time now to get back to us on the main screen here and shift gears keep the nonsense rolling into today's Moneyline Dice roll of the day that's right we're going to the matchup college basketball matchup between the Delaware Fighting Blue Hens and the Drexel Dragons first things first we need to uh, complete here in the old handy dandy tracking book oh it also has a property oven contact info on the front page just in Love case it. you ever lose it. How hey. about that? How's the Alcorn it? State Braves, minus one, ticked up to minus two. We'll say, I'll also write that down. Ticked to minus two was a big old W. Look at that. I'm a freaking poet and I didn't even know it. They covered with ease. Uh, final score of that game. I was looking at it earlier. I'll find it real quick. Uh, yeah, I can flick back in a half a 70 second. 70 to 60. 70 to 60. So easy money. 70 to 60, straight up win. Absolutely love it. Alcorn State, the Braves. 
So uh, first time we officially track it, the new tracking book. Everything's uh, updated in there. There you go. You can see the W up there. 1-0. We're ready to rock and roll. So unofficially, the matchup today, you know it. You see it. Partner, could you be so kind to uh, indulge us? Who's the favorite? Who's the home team? Who's the away team? Who's the dog? What's the total currently set at? And once you do, I'll have the dice ready to rock and roll. No pun intended for today's uh, Moneyline Dice segment. All righty, partner. So you mentioned the matchup, the Fighting Blue Hens and the Dragons. Uh, this one is in uh, this one is in uh, Drexel, excuse me. Uh, Ken Palm ratings, Delaware, one fifty per Ken Palm rating, and the old Drexel Dragons at one sixty two. So Delaware actually uh, has the edge right there as far as Ken Palm, but Drexel coming in as a one point favorite, dropped down from one and a half uh, just a little bit ago, I do believe. Uh, despite a good chunk of money, 70% of bets and money it did look like coming in on Drexel. So uh, that would lead me to leave it. Maybe the Blue Hens are the side, but you and I just mentioned that these low matchups on a day like this, who the hell knows? I ain't trying to decide it. Uh, So I will say again, Drexel minus one at home, uh, minus 118 on the money line, and a total of 139.5. So, minus one for Drexel. It has uh, it has dropped down. It was at minus two and a half at open, and then you said Ooh. 139 and a half for the total? Correct. Uh, yeah, so it was at 141 at open. So, uh, bad mm. boys are dropping down. All Lines right. are moving. Shit's crazy. So, it's great we didn't have a play. I have no idea what to do. Mags hasn't a clue, but I'll tell you who does. Come on, the dice. Moneyline dice. Ready to rock and roll for today's roll of the day. Let's see here. We have a uh, little one. 11, 2022, event time. Uh, when's this bad boy tip off, Mags? Let's see. believe this is at uh, 6 p.m. Central Standard okay, Time. Okay, 6 p.m. <laughs> and guess what? Odd Shark has this one rated 72.9 to 71.3. Who wow. the hell wow. knows? Wow, wouldn't you know Good it? Okay, grief. so Delaware versus Drexel. Here we Go. First roll of the day. Are we going to the home team or the away team? Are we taking the Dragons or are we taking the Fighting Blue Hens? I don't know. Neither does Mags, but we all find out with the first roll of the day. In three, in two, in one. Away team. Delaware. Away team. Okay. Delaware Fighting okay, Blue nice. Hens. Okay. Unofficially, Delaware Fighting Blue Hens. First roll of the day. Are we going to the money line? Getting a little bit of uh, extra plus money, Polly Action. Are we just going to uh, get a couple extra points? Be safe, be nice, be easy. I don't know, but the sh- dice sure do. And we all find out in three, in two, for the second time today, in one. ATS. ATS. Okay. They Bust would like the us unofficially to take a point. Unofficially, Delaware fighting Blue Hens plus one. Now it's time for the wild card roll of the day. Are the dice for the second day in a row, second time this week after a hot 1-0 double down start. Doing that aforementioned thing and doubling down on the old fighting Blue Hens today. Are they saying, no boy, sorry, we messed up again. Uh, we need a little extra screen time, which was absolute nonsense yesterday. But if yeah. that's what it takes to get one to the pay window, fine. We're cool with that. No big deal. They're saying, no, 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 it's all good. Two tickets today. We're going to the total. I don't know, Mags doesn't know, but this cubicle object that'd be known as the money line dice certainly fucking does. So without further ado, we all find out. In three. In two. In one. Home money line. Ah, damn you, dice. They're going to do hey, this again today, huh? I, They're going to do this again takes, today. If it takes this to cash tickets, then I guess okay. we'll accept it. But Okay, for so fuck's sake. none of the nonsense. Right no. to it, right after it. Home or away. A 
away team. So okay. they're doing the same Come on, nonsense. Dice. They were Come away on, dice. team. Away team. If you're going to do the same thing, we already get it. We, we, we get Money it. line ATS. Money line. Money line. Minus 102. Money line. Money line. No plus money, Polly, but still favorable. Only have to pay two pennies to get involved. Wild card roll, 3-2-1. Away ATS. All right, dice. Away ATS. So in this situation, my friends, let's come to an agreement here right now, right here, right now, Mags. Um, since it's not like a hefty amount of points uh-huh. and like you can't, we don't play to push, so basically we uh-huh. want them to win. I, you can't not trying, lose. You can't not trying lose. to have money line and plus one. That seems silly. You can't, you can't lose by a half a point in the game of basketball is what uh-huh. I'm trying to say. So uh-huh. we might as well just take the doggone money line uh-huh. first roll because that's what yeah. we're thinking they're going to do because yeah. we don't yeah. play to push, right? Correct. Okay. Money line. Money line it is. The Fighting Blue Hens money line. Officially. I like it. Fighting Blue Hens taking down Dragons. How about that? How about that for a, a mascot mismatch? The dice have spoken. If you want a guaranteed take one ticket to the window here tonight, doubled down by the Moneyline Dice for the second day in a row this week after a 1-0 start, lock in right here, right now. The Delaware Fighting Blue Hens on the Moneyline. Love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, all right, there you go, Delaware, let me write it down, so we're ready to rock and roll, you said minus 102, time of recording? Correct, yep, minus 102, money line. ML, minus 102, bang, boom, pow. Okay, it's tracked, Mags, we're ready to rock and roll. We're not superstitious, we're just a little stitious, but it sure does appear that things are uh, starting off the same way they did yesterday. Let's get that bad boy to the pay window. Let's do it. Okay. No day, come on, Dice. 2-0 2-0 day. There you go. There you have it. All thank you, right. thank, you Ooh, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Sleep well, my friends. Appreciate <laughs> not superstitious, you. just a little sis. Just a little stitch. It's not superstitious. Yeah, yeah. Just a dead. Just a touch. Okay. Let me get those bad boys out of here. Clear the runway. All right. It is time to land the second half of the show plane on this proverbial podcast runway. How's about that for you? Haven't done that one yet. Uh, That's a new one, right? I've picked that one out of the file cabinet there in the brain. Uh, Let's land that on that old proverbial podcast runway. Second half of the show here. We kick things off around this time with our mag sidebar. So as always, partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been Dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 199 of the TTL pod on this gorgeous January 22nd. Oh, whoa, no, January 11th, 2022. You were thinking ahead to uh, what we were talking about in February. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. (laughs) And I was also saw 22 on the screen. I am all over the map. One, one, two, two. Yeah, yeah. So little did you know, guys, if you didn't know, if you haven't seen it, February the 2nd, or no, I'm sorry, February the 22nd of 2022 is on a Tuesday. So 2-22-22 is on a Tuesday. And we have the two-for-Tuesday parlay that we'll try to make plus 222 odds. I digress. Mark your calendar, sons of bitches. I digress. Mark your calendar, free money, sons of bitches. I digress. (laughs) Partner, let them have the sidebar of the day. What do we got? 
All right, dude. So I don't know if this will stick. So Mondays, right. we got Movie Mondays. That hey, is throwing, for throwing sure Throwing shit sticking. at the wall. Throwing shit at the Thursday, wall. Okay. Thursday, we got the uh, music, like trivia, whatever. That'll stick. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, keep yeah. there. For Tuesday, I was kicking around. One I quickly thought of, dove into it, then threw that one in the trash. It was going to be Trending Tuesdays, going through Twitter and uh, trending. And then I was like, oh, you know, oh, there might be a little interesting. Di- maybe, maybe. So I, I kind of played it myself as we were starting off the show. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe one little rabbit hole. I saw something else, someone trending, and then I was quickly like, "Oh nope, that's not nah, fun at all. Bad. That's political." Nah. Like Hulk Hogan was trending, and I was like, "Oh, what's going on with Hulk Hogan?" Nah, and it was just like, "No, no, yeah. no, we're not bringing that to the show." No. no. <laughs> so real quick, if we want to entertain that for a half second, that's not where sure. I was going to go. Well, sure. Uh, yes, yeah, not a lot. That's fun. It's like something about being Milk Day or something like that, like National Milk Day. January eleventh well, or something is like the first day that they. It's already off trending though, so I, it's not. I even, got a gal. I got a gallon in the fridge. So I pour us up a glass. Something about or? like the first day that they started delivering milk in crates or something like oh, that. Oh, the OG, the glass bottles. For, well, now I can't. For we was e- find it. For we was even twinkles in our daddy's eye type shit. Right. Oh. Right. Oh. Uh, so that was it. Like I said, everything else, nothing else is very fun at all. So uh, I huh. threw that one in the trash pretty quickly. Okay. So I pivoted. Okay. I pivoted. We'll do a little music action today. Pivot, pivot. Not trivia. Elbows out. Elbows out. Elbows out. Arms high. Elbows out. Pivot. 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 Oh, pivot. Yeah, okay. My keep bad. keep the pivot foot down. I know. I'm just fucking with you. Keep just the give pivot me a partner. Uh, either, <laughs> either, so not trivia. Either song of the day or what's the one song that's uh, burning your head you can't get out uh, that you want to uh, give some love to right now? Wow. Look at the look. Okay. 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 You know what? What I'm going to do? I'm going to go to my Apple Music and... Okay, well, this is that's what's uh, that's what's playing. I can't, I can't freaking play it because they'll freaking. Oh, I did not like. Yeah, it. what did you I say? We got like, like yeah, we got a strike. It. We got a we got a friggin' uh, copyright strike. It was for Michael Bublé's because oh, it was right. it wasn't the full it wasn't the full song, but they they freaking still copyright striked me. So <laughs> or us, uh, it is what for it is. Christmas. Um, <laughs> I mean, like a little bit of a little bit of this action is what I've been getting into lately. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. What the fuck you know about Bobby? What you know about Bobby, Mudafukas? That's what I've been into lately. I've been into some R&B. That's uh, uh, what, uh, what You Won't Do For Love uh, by Bobby Caldwell. Also been uh, liking some George Benson, Larry Carlton. Uh, just kind of get down some rabbit holes with those boys. I mean, ooh, that is some old school jams. That'll get you in the vibes. Um, but... As far as new school, uh, Wiz got Wangs, our guy Wiz Khalifa. Woo, child, please! It is a fourteen-song mixtape banger. To, that's banger. gonna have to happen today. It is uh, forty-three minutes, so it is not a like a oh, I gotta invest my time to get through this bad boy. Sure. And it is, it's classic Wiz. Like it's classic Wiz, good as fuck. Um, I was still, I still had the music playing. I was like, what the fuck is this? And it's still music playing. Yeah. And then, and then, and then. Pilot Talk Four, our guy. Yeah, currency. dude. Y- our guy. Currency. You know, I we love currency over here. If you're not familiar with them, it's uh, only 27 minutes, dog. It's so good. The 20- whole album is only 27 yes, minutes. It's 10. Really? It's, fu- it's 10. It's 10 songs. So there's uh there's uh I'm trying to think what the um, yeah there's only 10 songs on it. They're like two two minutes thirty seconds yeah. each. Like it's very it's, it's not, sick. 
Yeah. If you're not familiar, Currency, very chill, kind of jazzy-ish rap as far mm-hmm. as like the uh, the melodies behind him. Uh, but his Tyler, Pilot Talk, now number four, his first three are some of my favorite of his. Uh, and I, like an idiot, have not uh, carved out any time to listen to it, even though I've been looking forward to it for a solid five years. But uh, Oh, so good. So I digress. Good. That might have to happen tonight as well. Uh, for me, dude, I you know I need to I need to dive into some like new music. I I've been playing like my on repeat or my like yearly playlists are like so similar the last like two three years. Not that I'm hating on that. Oh, I love holy what I'm shit! To right holy, now. holy shit! Hold on. Side note: I fucking thought you said on repeat, not 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 on repeat, uh-huh. on repeat, like as in. The um, little boy on re- is Henri. Like, I thought you said oh, Henri Pete. Or, I'm like, what the Henri f- Pete or something? <laughs> like, yeah, but I don't say it Henri. Henri. Henri Pete. Henri Pete. And I was like, what? What the fuck is that? That's what my head was at there just Dib's for a moment. Dib's new band name. I called it Dib's new band name. My Dib's new band on name. repeat playlist. I on get what repeat. you're saying. Now. Oh, Dib's okay. new band name, dude. If you're a Parks and Rec fan, you know as far on as repeat? like you hear. But on, on repeat. Uh, no, Dib's on new repeat. band name. <laughs> Dib's new band name. Sidebar is that. I love that. Um, I have been, dude, I've been in like a three-year Foo Fighters hole where I just listen to like sure. 80% of what I listen to is like, or 80% of what I listen to right now is like Mac Miller and Foo Fighters and then a handful of other things sprinkled oh, in. Mac. Um, if you're a Foo Fighters a huge fan, then you obviously know. But if you're just kind of like Foo Fighters, uh, oh. their live album, Skin and Bones, is one of my favorites. Uh, I've gotten you onto that one, I know, partner. Times like these uh, live is fantastic. Uh, so that's what I'm dropping down here. Uh, the la- thing that's lit up on my uh, on repeat playlist right now mm-hmm. is uh, The mm-hmm. Spins by Mac Miller, one of my all-time favorites. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't go wrong, man. You just can't go wrong. I, I don't know why I love that combo of just Mac Miller and Foo Fighters all jammed together, but uh, it's uh, it gets the job done for me. And then, yeah, you know, just got, sprinkling a lot of other stuff in there. If I hit search on my library, I'll go, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Okay, yeah, I'll go, I'll go 10. So we got the very best of the Eagles album. Okay. That's number one on my Apple, Apple Music. Slow Dancing in a Burning Room by John Mayer. Song. It's a great song. Hey, uh, hey, Mr. Man. My bad. You're good. Uh, Down Below, Roddy Rich. Shout out. Good-ass song. Uh, Keep Me in the Moment by Jeremy Camp. If you're not a fan of Christian's movement, or Christian music, uh, you won't like that one. But uh, sometimes in the morning, get some good thought rolling. Get some uh, emotions rolling. Good, good song there. The Very Best of Chicago. Nice Ooh, Chicago okay. album going on in there. And then uh, Indifference by Pearl Jam and Time Today by Moneybag yeah. Yo. Yeah. I need. A, I just need a, like a random, like, because I just listen to my, like, stuff that I listen to frequently. And for some, somehow I don't really get sick of it. Uh, uh, we've been listening to it, my girlfriend and I will do, if we're trying to listen to something new, we'll go, like, year by year, like, hits from X year. Mm-hmm. And then we finish mm-hmm. that, we go to the next one. I got down a rabbit hole. A big fa- I've always loved Zach Brown Band. Uh, but we got to a year that had a couple of those, and then I was like, oh, this album is fantastic. The last song on the foundation. So on that song, you got Toes on that song. You got Chicken Fried on that album. So a solid album, obviously. But the last song is Sick Amount of Chicken. You ever heard of this one? Uh-huh. You heard? I'm, you got to remember, I'm from Bumblefuck Nowhere. <laughs> and my girlfriend absolutely hates it, and I can't stop playing it. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am from. I, I listen to this damn album on repeat, time and time again, throughout all of high school. But yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I... Before we get another fucking copyright yeah. strike and you gotta 100%. listen to the whole thing, let's uh, take that off. Sounds good. All right. Um, Goofy ass song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. Outside of that, that's kind of what I've been listening to lately. Um, always a late night special band. Always a good filler as well. Mm-hmm. If you need some uh, something to listen to uh, in addition to there. Outside of that, what else you got? That's all I got for the sidebar, dude. Let's keep it okay. moving. It's an hour and a half in. We are. Uh, that's all I need. I. I don't know. I don't know. If, what do you like? Do you like that for Tuesdays or maybe? What are you banging? What are you listening to? Maybe. I. Hey, it ain't. It ain't my. Hey, it ain't my sidebar. It. it ain't my sidebar, man. Whatever you bring in is what we got going on for the Fair second enough. half of the show. So there you go. Fair there enough. you have it. Um. Any other breaking news? There hasn't really any, been anything major. I mean, Massacre Monday was yesterday. I'm trying to think who we didn't talk about on the show. Uh, if we had something on there, did you have see. something over there? No, I'm just trying to think. I saw some stuff as far as rumors of the Bears being interested in Brian Flores, which <laughs> I have mixed feelings from an arrival perspective. Like that would make them. I mean, he's a fantastic defensive coach, but like if you've invested first round capital within the last couple of years in a quarterback, then you need to find a head coach. Uh, which I imagine is why the Dolphins got rid of Brian, Brian Flores. Uh, I feel like you just need to get some type of uh, bona fide offensive guru or at least one that's trying to prove that he's an offensive guru because if you do that for an offensive coordinator, you run the risk after a couple of years of him sh- uh, you know, shipping out of town if he kills it and finding another head coaching job somewhere else, and now you're looking for another mm. offensive coordinator. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I'm so fucking over getting down rabbit holes with the dog on Chicago Bears at this point in time. I, there's so uh, many people got so many dog on George, George McCaskey put his oh, foot in his geez. mouth yesterday, dude. Calling Olin Krutz a liar. Oh my gosh, dude. I that just, was, that was rough. That was a tough watch. Nah, yeah, it wasn't a very man. tough for, watch for me. I was kind of giddy watching it, but you know. I'm I'm not going down the rabbit hole, so Don't, you can keep poking. You Fair can enough. keep fucking poking and prodding whichever way. I'm not I'm not Fair doing enough. it. I'm not fucking doing it. I don't want to get. I'm no. It's fucking stupid. It's ridiculous. I've been talking about it for freaking months that we should have started a coaching search months ago. We knew we were gonna fire Nagy the day after the regular season ended. What the fuck have we been doing? Now we're interviewing left, right, and center. Defensive guy, offensive guy. Deep. We don't know what we want. We don't know what the vision for the future is. Everybody's all excited. Fuck Nagy. Fuck Pace. They're all out of town. Woohoo. Guess what? We still have a glaring fucking hole on offense. We have glaring fucking holes on defense. Our offensive line ain't worth a dick. I don't know what you see in that team being a playoff caliber team, but we better bring in somebody who's seriously ready to overhaul. And it better not be within the next month, two months, three months, it better be fucking next week that I'm getting well, an update. So you see why I don't want to go down the stupid rabbit hole because I, I hate the Bears right now. I'll take it. I'll just, take you away from it. They're shooting themselves in the foot. They're shooting themselves but, in the foot. I, I don't understand how they or any team for that matter is going to do a full-fledged head coaching search before they find a GM. You should find a GM that helps you with that search, first of all, and one that he yeah, – exactly. So I won't get you down that rabbit hole. Oh, and let's, let's the, make sure that we – our franchise quarterback, unless we just don't give a fuck about Justin right. Fields at all, which is basically what we're telling him, our franchise quarterback that we're trying to build around that we sent Mitch Trubisky, who was our latest franchise quarterback, packing, we're supposed to be building around this kid for the next 5, 10 years, hopefully, maybe 15. Who the hell knows? Maybe if he's electric, is all fucked. That's what we do. We found a diamond in the rough. I don't know, but 
uh, to have him not involved in the hiring process or, hey, yeah, I like this guy. No, I don't like this guy. Not having to meet him or I don't like this system. I like I think this system would really work to at least have some input from your number one quarterback. Fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm you know. At this point, I'm pretty fucking convinced we'll just bring back Andy Dalton on a $15 million one-year deal. We'll bump him up five years. You know, Andy, you did really well. You didn't throw as many interceptions as we anticipated, so we're going to give you an extra $5 million this year. $15 million contract for you. You're very welcome. Way to go. Good job. Great. We'll send uh, Big Dick Nick out of town, who I would rather have over the Red Rifle. I will fucking take that to my grave every day of the week and twice a week on Sundays. I don't know, man. It's going to be another year of nonsense for the Bears. It... It's Groundhog's Day, dude. And nobody wants to believe it. Everybody thinks I'm always such a... You're such a negative Bears fan. Why can't you... No, I'm not. It's, it it's, 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 it's realism. Well, again, I, tr- I apologize. I really didn't mean to get you down this rabbit hole, but they bring in Bill Polian, who has a track record in the oh, you know, 90s and early thousands of success, but the man's almost 80. His most recent opinions lie within... Lamar Jackson saying he's a receiver, not a quarterback. He wins an MVP. Saying Chad Kelly is going to be a good quarterback. I digress. I'll get you off of it. Did you see Stetson Bennett on Good Morning America this year pissed drunk on national television? Oh, electric. Absolutely electric. <laughs> that Now that I can get down with. That's a rabbit hole I can go down. That was so damn funny. Uh, yeah, with Michael Strahan, and I forget um, the, the gal who's the uh, I, yeah, co-host. I'm not sure, honestly. Either way, man, absolutely hilarious. You could tell he ain't been to bed he got pissed, he probably drunk, found and he the, was probably uh, he was probably about to hit the sack oh. when whatever coach or whatever PR person that didn't go out partying last night found him wandering the halls and go, oh, 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 hey, hey, Stetson, Stetson, we we got Good Morning America on the phone. You want to do a, an interview at seven? He's like, fuck yeah, party on, brother, let's do it. And then fucking seven o'clock rolls around, and he he's either well, either dead tired or he found the 4 a.m. Uh, smokers room and he's still no, he uh, was, hanging on to his last he, leg you know no what I mean, he was dude. pissed drunk i've never sounded like that being high as balls. oh i'm not saying solely that i'm saying like pissed drunk and then and then he finds the smokers room a little bit is what i'm saying i mean he Maybe. was fooked up son he <laughs> hey, was hey, he, no- he knocked out a, he knocked a question out of the park uh, oh, yeah. I, i'm blank i'm blanking on what her name is i feel bad because she's obviously a famous person but uh she she gave him she asked like the most really specific question of him and he just you know i you know obviously he's clearly drunk but he knocked it out of the park i thought yeah i really robin roberts is who it is okay and george stephanopoulos with michael strahan um yes he he absolutely murdered it because he's just like (laughs) you gotta bet on yourself you know like like well hold on like you and you know like like Michael and you, like everybody who's been who's been successful in this life, everybody's been successful. You just bet on yourself. You just bet on yourself, and you, you, you just find success. That's it. You just bet on yourself. I mean, I mean, he was pissed drunk, but I absolutely love it. I love it. It was electric. Yeah, um, yeah that was. Uh, I, I saw that this morning. I totally forgot to uh, to say something about that or write something down. Um, glad we sided with Quinnipiac. That was a lean of mine. Uh, lean towards UFC or UFC, USC minus mm. uh, five and a half. I got UFC on the brain. So let me bring this to you, partner. I was kind of concocted this during the show. Don't ever like doing any sort of teaser action anywhere outside of the NFL. So I'm not necessarily suggesting this. And uh, you know, typically this would go against some uh, certain betting practices. Yeah, I own a minus seven. I think they cover that. But I don't love that number. I do think they get that win. Pair that with USC also to win. 
Minus seven seems a little bit steep, but I do think they beat Stanford. Because I'd, I I'd buy like the five and get it down to two and get it down to a half where USC just has to win. And yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, I know everybody says you're not supposed to tease college basketball and you shouldn't just the value you get and this and that. But I just like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know I why, but it. I think there's certain exceptions that you can. I think this bunch of both maybe. teams to win, maybe. I don't maybe. know. I, I don't know, man. Well, because, I mean, it's it's a lot more volatile than NFL. Points are a lot, uh, you know, six points mean a lot more in football than they do in basketball. It's kind of the as far as a value yeah. perspective, so I get it. But I think there's yeah. certain exceptions where you can find some value in college basketball taking it. So that would be my suggestion for the day as far as doing or having an exception in that rule. Yeah, I, I like where your head's at there, kind of uh, looking at those lines. But then again, you take those down, and then those teams lose outright. Like yeah, I just said, exactly. Just, so what the hell? Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like Eastern Kentucky, uh, but staying away from them. Rutgers plus three. Uh, they got to cover and uh, win a game on the road before I can back them uh, at any right. point, shape, or fashion. Uh, James Madison, the Dukes, uh, opened up at three and a half, up to four and a half point favorites. Last time I looked, um, Northeastern eight and two against the number of the last 10 meetings with the James Madison Dukes. However, all of those were them as favorites. Now they open as three and a half point dogs and climbing. You know how much of a homer I am for the Dukes. I couldn't get all the way in the boat for it, but, uh, up to six, you said it was at three and a half. Wow. Yeah. It opened at wow. three and a half. Holy wow. shit. Holy okay. shit. They're about to beat the popsicles off huh? of them. I think, I don't know. I maybe not. Maybe freaking like, I don't, I don't know what to believe anymore because I, I watched a, a number balloon by a point and a half yesterday yeah. and, and that team almost lost. So right. I, 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 I don't really know. What were your thoughts on, uh, Ole Miss and Texas A&M? I was A &M. interested in A&M, but, uh, if I'm going anywhere, uh, laying it or not playing it, I'm going yeah. uh, Texas A&M. They, uh, they've just been really solid on their home hardwood. It's just what it comes down to me. And, I yeah. mean, opened at four, up to four and a half, kind of respecting some of the early money play. So I like it, man. I'm all over it. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to play it, but that would be my one final lean, I think, here for college basketball. I don't really have too much else as far as uh, everything else. I uh, Let's see. Um, yeah, Western Michigan getting 14. I mean, no, thank you. You talk about Maxion, but Western Michigan just no, thank you. Uh, oh, Pitt, thanks. Syracuse. You know, when I'm, I'm not trying to lay the 10 points. I am in, I think Syracuse takes care of business. Uh, not interested in laying the 10. If I'm betting against Syracuse, it's teams that I know for a fact can and at a high volume shoot the three. And Pitt is like outside of the top 300 and threes may like 280 something at three point percentage. So. But then you look back, I mean, Syracuse is the same defensive team, or at least style every year, and Pitt's taking care of the last two meetings. So I really don't know. That's why I'm staying away. Otherwise, I might have sided with the uh, the old orange at home there. Bro, I don't know what means what. Like, it just I'm looking at some of these, uh, listening to you, and looking at some of these lines. I mean, it just it, it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what, what shakes out today. It, it's it, College basketball is really damn interesting right now, I will tell you that. I will tell you that to say the least. And then the one thing, too, it's honestly a little uh, – I didn't realize that the Friars were that tie ranked. I thought they had fallen out of the rankings, but they're still 23rd. Uh, so that kind of plays into our fucking classic setup spot, but I think the Friars can overcome but that. Every single – the last five games the Friars have had, like, to help you out there, they've just had weird, weird, weird line action. I mean, they obviously lost to Marquette, but even some of the ones they lost, I mean, we bet against them despite how much we love them, and they still took care of business against mm -hmm. St. John's, and that was a good game. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, 
I don't think you have to worry about that too much because you're right. That's kind of why I stayed away from it. But mm -hmm. they've just been, for whatever reason, they've just had the weirdest, weirdest line settings and movement the last five games, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I, the one other one, too, the I keep going back to the Toledo and the Miami-Ohio game. I, yeah. I just... I really think Toledo gets this done, and what I'm I'm looking at the line movement right now too, and um, it looks like what happened is is everybody woke up this morning and was like, ah, what fucking games? I don't know this team. I don't know this team. I don't know. Right. Oh, Maxion, fuck Toledo and Miami, Ohio. Oh shit, why is the home team a dog? Holy shit, and murdered it, and it flipped Miami to a favorite, and then. The sharp said, "Whoa, you goofy fucks! What the hell are you doing?" And destroyed the line, made the the books have to flip it, and they were like, "Okay, we need to get some more money back on." And the public's coming in, and now they fucking flipped it back to a favorite. It's fucking flown all over the yeah, place. I, know, I just think, I think Toledo takes care of business, just regardless, regardless of whatever the yeah. fuck happens. But so. like, yeah, to help you out once again, like you and I have talked about in some of these low, low, whether it's mid major games or low major games. Um, if you have something you trust, a lot of this stuff doesn't mean a damn thing, matter, especially man. at this point, I, man. That's the so. only one. I just looked at uh, every single one, and every single one I have no sweat other than that Toledo one. And yeah. it's only because you gave me pause on it, and I'm going back and pausing I, on it and seeing the movement. But again, these low, who, who knows what yeah. any – Again, that could be the one that I'm sitting here sweating the most at the end of the show, and it they fucking win by 20 points, and yeah, I'm not even easy. thinking about it. Right. Like it, it's it, college basketball right now. You got to be really tentative, and we're we're doing our due diligence. We're yeah. we're working hard for you. We promise. We don't want. We know how much of a fucking just ocean it is to look at a college basketball slate and just holy cow. What do I? Where do I even start? So. Right. I know you guys trust us. You look for our plays. You look for our college basketball advice, and we hate when we give you losers in that. So we are trying to figure out what all this nonsense means. What all? What line movement is real? What isn't? Because it's it's almost as if the books are starting to understand that more people are understanding reverse line movement, right. closing line value, all this shit. So they're setting up fake line movement when they know, like, ah, this doesn't even matter. And at the end of the day. A betting line is not a predictor. We talked about this tomorrow. Uh -huh. uh, we talked about tomorrow's <laughs> show, Wise Words, our uh, guest of the day. A sports betting line is not a predictor. They, the, uh, Vegas is not saying, for instance, with um, my Toledo, my Toledo pick. Oh, damn, this even makes me like, damn, now this starts to make me like Toledo more that I think about it in this perspective. <laughs> they're basically, they're saying, they're not saying, Oh, we think Toledo loses this game. We need to make this an underdog spot. What they are saying is we're making Toledo an underdog because we think it minimizes our risk enough with this number that enough people will bet on Miami to balance out our wins and losses. Or, in essence, do that on enough games across any given slate that we can utilize our winnings as a book to pay out the winnings of the players. Basically how fucking sports books work and how they get to become big and huge and fucking wild because people drop $50 million bags on Alabama Moneyline last night when I sat here as an Alabama fan and told you not to fucking take them, but you did it anyway. I digress is what it well, is, but just a little peel behind the curtain no, of what I, we're trying to do for you guys and what this whole 
yeah. what this whole industry is, in essence. And trying to figure out what's, you know, when it is time to back that reverse line movement or not. And, you know, as far as that one specifically, a lot of the ones, like if I had one where I think it's a trap, it's because I can still find reasons why the team that I think is going to cover, even if it looks fishy, is going to cover. Mm-hmm. And in mm-hmm. your case, I can't find a single damn reason, one single one, why Miami, Ohio. No. Should beat and sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, the defense. Ah shit, their defense is a little bit better, and it's like, no, they're not even fucking close. Holy shit, the offenses, like the like, ah, I don't know, I don't know, man. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll (laughs) We'll obviously see. We'll see. So there you go. I'm still sticking to it. I'm putting it out in the world. I'm getting right on this beautiful Tuesday at bet six and zero straight up, clean sweep, broom out of the closet, ready to fucking go. Five and zero, clean sweep for your side of the board, partner. Okay, leans. Rabbit holes, Armag sidebar, nonsense, Colts, Bears, soapbox, which we're not going to talk about for a while because we just need to figure out coaching situation and then and then I'll give my thoughts and opinions from there. Let's fi- actually figure out GM situation first and then go back to the coach. Yeah. How's that sound? Okay, last box to check here, second half of the show before uh, wrapping it up with some motivation minutes. TTL announcements. Um, shout out to Jeff Dawson of uh, East Coast Sports Investors. You can follow him at EC Sports Invest on Twitter. Uh, got some irons in the fire with our guy. Got some stuff uh, cooking up. You might hear some announcements from us soon. But uh, I'm going back on his show on Thursday, dishing out some insights, uh, talking some nonsense before uh, we go live for our show here. So uh, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, I will be live on his show. Uh, Mags might be going back on on Friday. I know he had he had some stuff we were talking about. He had some stuff going on this week some weird nonsense and uh he wanted to get me on for some redemption because i (laughs) went so bad for the first show so um we're going to talk about that i'm actually going to touch base with him today we'll go back and forth on that see uh when we're all going back on there but we got some fucking uh we got some updates coming in that department uh outside of that be uh be on the lookout for wise words tomorrow 12 p.m central standard time drop on the youtube uh and then every other major podcast directory it'll release as soon as it drops there as well Make sure if you are watching on YouTube now, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell so you don't miss the drop of uh, season two, episode number six of the Wise Words Pod. And uh, if you're uh, listening on your favorite podcast directory, you can go to this episode's description, check out the link tree in uh, in the description, and you'll see the Wise Words Pod uh, on your favorite podcast directory. You can just click on it there and it'll take you right to it. So super easy. In this episode's description, the Talk in the Line link tree, all of our content, our social media platforms, podcasts, uh, videos, shows, everything all in between, it is all there. Or you can also visit TalkingTheLine.com. Outside of that, uh, UFC back this weekend, just uh, called USC UFC. I got it so much on the brain. I'm about to dive in uh, this afternoon into the evening, late evening into some uh, lines. Doing a couple different things. I want to uh, knock it out of the park, as I always do, bringing it uh, bringing it back to you guys for the first week, kicking off the uh, new year, new card, new year, same UFC, same me, cashing, cashing eight-sided circle tickets, baby. I can't wait. Uh, so we'll be back in action. Uh, that'll drop Saturday morning. Uh, Mags, no extra cheddar this week because his pack isn't in action, but uh, he'll still be rocking and rolling all the way through the playoffs. And then uh, as soon as NFL's over, we'll uh, be switching gears. We'll uh, have some new blogs, new stuff coming out yeah. as well. Outside of that part or anything I missed, uh, anything uh, we need to dish out, make sure the kind folks out there know about before we uh, wrap it up with some motivation minutes. I don't think so, man. I have not seen any late breaking news or anything like that. So uh, send it on home for us. All righty. Well, last segment of the day then. My motivation minutes. 
All right. Well, this one's short and sweet, my friends. Um, I was kind of uh, I was kind of at a loss of where to kind of go today, and a previous John Wooden quote that I've already done this year kind of popped into uh, my head, and it was, "If you don't have the time to do it right, when will you have the time to do it over?" And all that kept popping into my head was the the thought of take the extra second take the extra second so that's what i wanted to talk to you guys about today is taking the extra second and that can be with little things and that can be with big things but most importantly it starts with the little things and that can be you got a brita filter and you just filled up your water cup and it's a quarter of the way full and you look at it and you say ah, i'll get it the next time i fill that some bitch up and you just throw it back in the fridge the way you go about your business. You come back to that some bitch two, three hours later, you go, Motherfucker, I wish I would have filled that up. It would have been full. Take the extra second next time. You just finished dinner. You got a bowl full of some fucking pasta. Big old red sauce in that motherfucker. You say, ah, I'm going to let this bad boy soak for a little while, whatever. I drop it in there. I get it done this evening once I relax for a little bit. Let these carbohydrates tick down. Well, them carbohydrates ticking down turns into a nap, turns into you falling asleep till 2 a.m. on the couch, turns into you waking up late the next morning, turns into you seeing those dishes sitting in the sink at 4 p.m. the next fucking day. Take the extra second next time just to get it done after you get done eating those carbohydrates. Don't take a, the extra second. Maybe stand up, work those carbohydrates down instead of just go. sitting on you. Any little thing like that you can think about, and it starts there. It starts with that discipline of, because I get it too. I, I get it too, and I have to battle it every single time. But it, it is possible, and it just takes being disciplined. When it comes to those little moments, that little guy in the back of your head that says, ah, pff, I get this shit done later. I got this I got to do. I want to relax for a minute before I get into something else. I, I don't want to waste the energy that I have. Forget that. You'll sleep when you're dead. Get it done now. Take the extra second. Tell that little guy that you're going to take the extra second. If you have to stand in the spot that you are standing in right there at that moment when you're saying, I ain't doing it, and say, take the extra second, take the extra second, take the extra second, take the extra second, until you finally decide to take the extra second, then so be it. But take the extra second in your life, and then in turn, Watch it translate into the big things, the things that actually matter. You chasing after your dreams, goals, and passions instead of, uh, I could reach out to two more people today, but uh, I don't want to. I don't want to type an extra email. I'll, I'll get to those tomorrow. And then before you know it, you got five emails to send. And then the next day, holy shit, I can't really get to those. I got other shit that came up. Next day, we got seven emails to send. And holy shit takes the extra second. Before you know it, maybe if you took the extra second to just send those messages and those emails, they would have got back to you right away or whatever the case might be. Something even larger, grander scale because you implemented it at the small scale level. If you ever have an opportunity or a time where you're thinking, ah, I'll just take it easy today or I'll take a break here or whatever the case might be, you'll think, nope, we got to do it on the small scale. We got to do it on the big scale. Take the extra second. And as always, shout out John Wooden. I know it's not a John Wooden Monday or Friday, but if you don't have the time to do it right, when will you have the time to do it over? The answer is never at all, my friend. The uh, There's two, two chances you got uh, in that scenario, and they are slim and none. And those are not chances that I like to uh, mess around with. Shout out the legendary Lee Corso. Um, but outside of that, my friends, not a whole lot. Take the extra second. Take the extra second to... 
even be kind. Hold the door open for the little old lady that's struggling walking in behind you. You're rushing like a motherfucker because you're late on your lunch break trying to get back. Take the extra second. Take the extra second. Say to yourself all day long, take the extra second, and you will be surprised how much more fulfilled you feel in your life if you just take the extra second with everything you do. Stop cutting corners. Take the extra second. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Fantastic stuff, my dude. Absolutely fantastic. I uh, yeah have a lot of these things. The only one that, so your point stands 100%. The only one that I personally push back on because I love me some ice, 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 Ice cold water is the old Brita filter one because uh, I don't like that room temperature water. You over there in your Bayside apartment gets a nice, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's cold water coming out your faucet. I don't have that same. I like Wait. my water as cold as humanly possible, so I don't mind if my Brita filter gets down to, uh, you know, a quarter full because, uh, you know, I like to keep that water as ice cold as possible. And if I fill it all the way up and I drink a lot of water, mm -hmm. then I don't have that ice cold water unless I have ice, which they ain't got ice cube trays around your facilities i kind of poke calls in that i guess but uh you know point stance uh, point harder stance justification and rationalization will only get you so far in this life but whatever gets <laughs> no you no through, it truly is fantastic. whatever gets like, you through to your day-to-days my friend no but truly, like of all the things that you on our motivation minutes, of all the things that I appreciate the most as far as picking up into my life, this is the one I would say that I needed the most uh, as far as because like I I would have like uh, you know the last year I start drinking a lot more coffee and I need it in the mornings now. If I don't have that shit ready the night before, ah, uh, that is a rough start to my morning. And for whatever reason, the two simple things of filling up a pot of of water in the morning and putting those grounds in there is just the biggest mountain to climb at 6 a.m. I don't know why, mm -hmm. um, but so if I all do it the night you, before, it's all so of damn you easy. that have that same feeling out there in the morning when you're making your coffee, motherfucker, shit in there, you're spilling water, whatever, instead of sitting down on the couch and just oozing away, maybe falling asleep, get up. Two minutes, two minutes. I promise you it is only yeah. going to take you two minutes. It might feel like it's going to take you 30, but I promise it ain't. Two minutes, two minutes for you to put those coffee grounds in that filter and Fill that some bitch up with water, and all you got to do, roll out of bed in the morning, is hit a button. I promise you, present you will be so happy with past you, it is not even funny. I got stuff going on above me. I don't know what the fuck's going on if you're hearing shit. Either no, way, I got, oh, I got sirens out here on my side. Oh, That's hey, I well, that, yeah. hey, it's it's the purge, man. We got yeah. shit going on all no, over the place. Hmm. I uh, either way, uh, hope you're okay on your <laughs> side. Hope I don't die on my side. Um, outside of that. Everything looks to be uh, good, speaking of, on my side. Episode number 199 of the TTL pod. Anything else you uh, got to lay down, lay out, banter about? Uh, that does it officially my motivation minutes before I get us out of here uh, for today. No, sir. That's all I got. Take us home. Oh, excuse me. Thank you very much. I certainly will. Well, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide for myself and Mags. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by number episode number 199 of the TTL pod on this gorgeous Tuesday of bets, also known as so you don't have to check your calendar for the final time, January the 11th, 2022. Didn't fuck it up that time. Now we're all on the same page. Finally got the coffee flowing, got through a full episode. We're good to rock and roll. 
Make sure you get all of today's best bets, everything hammered in, everything in between, so you can bankrupt every book on the market right alongside with us. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts for all of your likes, your follows, your shares, your subscribes, your notification bell smashes, the retweets, the everything all in between. Each and every one of you that do it, we see you, and we cannot tell you how much we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. It only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better and helps two goofy guys keep chasing and realizing their dream and passion every single day. So because of you guys, we get to do that. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday. Unless you have any other plans, once again, be sure to get all of today's best bets of the day hammered in so you can stay with us right at the end of every single show. Hey, partner, let's cash some tickets.